What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the We Are Board Podcast, episode number 12. Today, we have... It's tw- only 12? I thought it would be like 13 by this point. Are you sure it's 12? Yeah, you're fine. I'm recording. Check your phone. Okay, you, I you thought it was do, 12. You do, the, you do the intro. I'll... I'll... Listen, I don't know anymore. I did this last time, too. Um, It wouldn't be on YouTube. It'd be on, like, Apple Music. You know what? I, can, I think I can be able to check, because the last time we did one. Okay. So... Uh, eight, nine, so then this is ten. 11, yeah, so it is twelve. Uh, it is twelve. Okay. I told you. Well, because it's been so long. Mm-hmm. It's recorded last. Yeah. It's been like a week and a half instead of the normal week, so that's probably why that fatal mistake just happened. Mm-hmm. Anyway, today we have a good lineup here. We have two David Fincher movies, uh, Seven and Zodiac. So. Very similar movies. Very, yeah, and. Like looking through trivia and stuff, you can, you. I mean, he did stuff in between, but mm-hmm. yeah, you can tell that like, this He's was really almost like this, se- yeah, Zodiac was almost like seven two. It was mm-hmm. like very very similar. He's very good at at this. Oh yeah, very, very he. He's, I mean, he did Fight Club. Mm-hmm. He did, um, Gone Girl, probably some other ones. One of the best directors of our time, I might say. Um, Until you become a director, right, Jack? Yes, I will be the best for sure. Um. Anyway, though, I think we can start with the news, of course. So, our first piece of news is, um, oh, so, uh, November 27th, Daredevil goes back to Marvel. Oh, yeah. I'm nervous about that. I'm genuinely nervous, because if they do stuff with Charlie Cox again, uh, I But was he really that good, or was it just the writing? I think it was. Think a combina- about it. I think it was a combination of both. Personally. I think anyone. I think there's m- many people that could pull off Daredevil as good or if not better than he did. I'm sure there's always better, but it's like there'd probably be a better person to play Iron Man than Rob- Robert Downey Jr. No, like look wise, maybe not. But I'm talking about acting wise. No, and Robert Downey Jr. literally so. almost plays the same person in every single movie. That is true, but what he plays is just Iron Man. I think like, I truly think that Robert Downey Jr. is one of those like irreplaceable as iron man because there's there's multiple other people i could see as you know other people in the mcu and just movies but like iron man i can't think of one other actor unknown or known that well he started it but what like let's say example remember tom cruise was gonna play iron man there's no way no i'm saying if that happened and you did not know that robert downey jr was gonna be iron man you could you could possibly be saying this right now about tom cruise no i wouldn't you don't know that though, because I do. I've been to that universe. Okay, okay, okay. But what? So I was wondering about this, right? Um, I don't know exactly how that works, right? So Disney can't make something with Daredevil, right? But does that mean that they can't? I mean, I don't know if you'd know this, but does that mean they can't write him in an official script? Because uh, that's in between Disney, as long as it's not. They can probably do what they do with Hulk, pretty much. No, I'm saying, um, no, I'm saying like, uh, no, because they have the rights to use Hulk. They have the rights to use him in movies. They can't do a solo thing, though. Yeah, Daredevil, they didn't have any rights to use him. They gave that to Netflix. Yeah, but they're getting it back now, right? So they'll be able to use it. No, right? no, what I'm saying is now. Oh, right now? Could they write a script, an official script with Daredevil in it, do you think? No. Because I'm asking this because it's possible that, you know, they write the script for Daredevil, for, for Spider-Man 3 with Daredevil, and then just when they get the rights back, they cast and then shoot his scenes. That because that's pos- 
Well, I don't know if that's possible. Well, I mean, if they already know that they're going to get the rights, it, I don't know if they can do, like, an official script. But, but you like, could have, like, someone just write yeah. it up. and. So I think that, yeah, if, if they want Daredevil in here, especially considering that they'll probably be shooting into, what do you think, January, February even? Yeah. This might be February. a little bit disappointing for people, but I don't want to see a crossover with Spider-Man and Daredevil. Yet or ever? Depending. Wait, you would never want to see a crossover? De- de- depending, because here, here's here's my thing. I thought the the writing in Daredevil was perfect, and I, like if it's going to end there, I'd rather it end there than them do like other stuff and just diminish his character. Well, they're going to, but that's part of the dynamic is that like, Spider-Man's kind of jokey or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then he's. I'm not even talking about that. I'm just. I'm just saying there better be good writing because if it's not like the Daredevil writing, I'm yeah. gonna be disappointed with what we see from. Well, him. option number two is She-Hulk. They're going into full production with this. Which, by the way, the actor who was like cast a couple weeks ago turns out she denied that she was officially cast. Mm-hmm. I hope that they just get all the old writers because they. I know they had plans for season four, and now that they've probably sat on it for like almost a year. They're probably like, oh my god, what if we could have done that? What if we could have done that? That type of thing, right? Yeah. So I just hope that they could get like the the old writers and stuff and not put any certain, like, you know how for the Marvel shows and stuff, you have to use a certain, like, color grade. You have to use all that, like, certain yeah, film. They have, you know. Yeah, I hope they don't do that for Daredevil, but I hope they just give him his own show and, like, yeah. let them do whatever he wants. Well, um, with some other news in here, it's totally possible that he could come through Multiverse of Madness. Because I do think with these rumors of Spider-Verse, I think it is 100% possible anyone who's ever been in Marvel could mm-hmm. come into the MCU or just make a cameo at the very least. But I think that, you know, Daredevil is like the one good, like, great thing to come mm-hmm. out of that. So I think that, I mean, because, you know, like Kevin Feige may not want like want to have control, but if you just take Daredevil and then you get in my opinion better side characters i didn't think the side characters were great in daredevil you improve those but you keep that daredevil he the events that happened still happened to him you're good but hey i don't know if kevin feige wants to do that like i don't know if he wants complete control you know dictatorship Mm -hmm. of the mcu or is willing to you know uh, play around with that so that's interesting next up um so matthew mcconaughey wanted to play the hulk but got denied. <laughs> I mean, it kind of uh, works. Doesn't he like a little bit like it? I mean, I mean, I guess, I guess I could of. actually kind of see that. Yeah, a little bit. If he I was mean, like completely clean shaven too. Yeah, I do think Mark Ruffalo is a good choice though. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be better if they gave him better writing for sure, because mm-hmm. he's kind of like kept it, that put him on the side. But Here, the, okay, I'm gonna say this thing about Mark Ruffalo. Like for the movie that we watched him into uh, for this week, Zodiac. Yeah, he's. And let's, I'm going to use another Marvel actor as an example. Paul Rudd. Yeah. They, they both have, like, they're both in Marvel. And they're both after, like, when they're so funny and, like, they're, and in Marvel they're really funny and they just joke around a lot, right? Yeah. But in their other films, it seems like I don't, like, I can't even think of them as the same people. Yeah. Yeah. It's so Mark weird. Ruffalo does, like, a bunch of serious stuff. He pretty much only does serious stuff outside of Marvel. Paul Rudd does obviously is more of a comedy actor, but he did that one show on Netflix where he's like two of himself, and then another one I can't remember. But yes, he was in Perks of Being a Wallflower, but he yeah. was barely in it. But yeah. just still, I just like that uh, that Paul Rudd. I can't imagine it being Ant Man yeah. Paul Rudd and like because like Robert Downey Jr. is charming, but like you said, he plays the same character mm-hmm. in every movie he's in, mm-hmm. and yeah, so like it's good for Iron Man. It's like, come on, I mean, oops, he was good in um. 
like uh before like pre I mean Zodiac was pre Iron Man, though he was cast in Iron Man and he probably had you know been working on that. Um but like uh I'm pretty I mean he didn't have that in like Sherlock Holmes. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure Sherlock Holmes was before and he didn't have that like whole thing, so yeah. Next up, so they're trying to get a green a female Green Lantern, completely original black female Green Lantern called Bree Jarta. And this um, is a rumor still, but that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Green Lantern corpse is like, I mean, you can have every every one of them that it to be. I think in the Green... There's there's obviously a lot of alien Green Lanterns, but I feel like they focus on way too many of the human ones. I know. It's like, you have so many like cool character designs. Like, have you watched the recent episode of The Mandalorian? Uh, the episode two? No, I haven't uh, yet. Well, this isn't a spoiler, but like, when he goes back to the village with that girl, there's like a... It's literally just like a big ant, mm-hmm. so like, it's just kind of cool, you know. Mm-hmm. Star Wars, that's one thing I'll give it. They have some like really cool character mm-hmm. stuff. You got like two or three, somewhat important, Green Lantern in the comics. Other than that, they're all humans. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you got like Jessica Cruz, right? Or. Mm-hmm. I think that's her name. Um. Hal Jordan. Those are the only two I know. There's, I there's know, the black there's, one, obviously. I know there's another one. That purple um, one. Like that looks kind of like a. I can't remember uh, the names right now, but they're, like, they're on the tip of my tongue. So, like I can, I feel like I can see them in my head, but I just bring back Ryan Reynolds. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, he's not bad. Um, there's also okay, so I don't know if this is true or not. Like I don't even know if this rumor is true because I only heard it in some places, so it could just be like accounts trying to get some of that you know clout. But some people are saying that they are gonna do a Justice League two Snyder cut, like Justice League two. I, I would uh, I'd like to see his vision finished but not I don't want it to go on uh-huh. I mean what happened happened like I said in another podcast guys Batman v Superman and Man of Steel still weren't that good of movies mm-hmm. so um so I haven't seen Man of Steel in a long time and there's like some scenes which are like actually pretty cool that I like because the last time I watched Man of Steel I was super young but there's some scenes which are like now I'm like oh that that's better than I remember but like Still, uh, I don't know, with the Justice League 2, I feel like, th- I, I'm sure that Warner Bros. would, if it does really well on HBO Max, yeah, like, will if it can get all those, them. yeah. Yeah. Um, well, uh, the thing I don't like, because I've seen, like, so many video essays, half the people say, like, he truly understands Superman. I don't think he really does, you know? Like, I've seen half and half. I just think that, like, there's a lot of, um... Uh, what are they, what, what's it called like I don't know but like uh, like when um Jonathan Kent or whatever or the dad he like shouldn't have died that was just mm-hmm. so dumb that's so like that that just is just like a plot point that has to happen like the way the it's really it's perfect in the first Superman not a perfect movie but like he dies of a heart attack the thing is like he can't stop death even if he can do anything but he could have stopped that death in yeah. the Man of Steel and so. And stuff, you know, obviously the killing and all that, but whatever. I just, it would be cool to see his vision fulfilled, mm-hmm. but I do think he, it's rushed. I think that it would be mm-hmm. be better if they set it I'm up. I'm also going to say this about Batman. Like, I, it's, a cool, it's a cool idea to have a Batman who's, like, fully gone off the rails, but, like, but he what's said... cooler is when you see before. Yeah, well, I'm going to say this. It's a cool to have, it's a cool idea, but generally I don't like it because Batman in the comics to himself all the time is like i will never kill like it's the one thing that 
makes me better than them and it's like if i went if i started on a killing spree he'd be like he's literally said he could go insane yeah and just like i mean it's like one run or one or two mm-hmm. runs where he's like that out of how long 80 years or whatever he's mm-hmm. been around it's and like not batman also for example like with with other batman movies we only get him for like three movies and then he's and then that batman's done so it's yeah. like would we want a killing batman who just gets redeemed or would we want like a com a, a really yeah. good comic book accurate movie yeah with it's like if they had tried to commit to like tried to actually go with like an mcu type thing where you know superman gets his story and then batman gets his own movie not batman v superman like that would be better because that first movie you wouldn't have to have like year one you could mm-hmm. have Batman, but peak. You could start with like peak Batman mm-hmm. in his peak career, and then you could, you know, in a couple movies show him falling apart to this Batman, and then have him redeemed, and then he like sacrifices himself. I mean, that's like perfect. You get like a full arc, mm-hmm. and we have never. I mean, we have seen that, but like with like throughout multiple movie, like like five or six or seven, eight, whatever movies, that'd been cool. But yeah. Doesn't look like we're going to get that. Next up. Um, oh, so the original Justice League, or original Suicide Squad movie, too, uh, had Black Adam in it. Wait, Suicide Squad 2? Originally. So, mm-hmm. like, it had a different um, writer and director. Mm-hmm, that's what I said before. Yeah. Done. Not David Ayer. Not the one who did mm-hmm. the first. Yeah. Replaced first. Until James Gunn got fired, and then they're like, "We'll take James Gunn." Mm-hmm. So that would have been bad, though. I don't, I don't think that would have been. It depends if, like, if it was just like first one shot. I mean, it could have been, eh, but like, if he was like a main member, no. Uh, yeah, he doesn't fit. Plus, he's wait like he. It's like that Justice League thing. Like he could do it all. Mm-hmm. They don't need him. <laughs> um, so again, this this is another. Um, I actually think this may be confirmed. Um, Hugh Jackman was offered a role in multiverse of madness there's three options one new role two um but he's coming back fully as that wolverine from the x-men movie Mm -hmm. the fox movies or three it's just like a cameo kind of like they go next to like a portal like into the spider-verse and i doubt he'll do it though yeah probably not because i do think he liked how it ended i mean he got really good ending i forgot who i forgot who it was it was someone in something else i I don't remember if i sent it to you Oh, what was he in? There was another guy who was originally going to play Wolverine, but like Hugh Jackman at the time was completely unknown, and they ended up casting mm-hmm. him because the other dude couldn't do it because he was doing another movie. But I can't yeah, remember. There's who so that many was. of those stories where like it the one of the you know an actor who like perfectly fits a role almost wasn't cast and only was cast because the other one couldn't do it for like a week, mm-hmm. and they were like, "Well, we." Well, the other one I could have seen doing it too. So it's like. Yeah, I know. I, I know. I heard about that, but I can't mm-hmm. remember who it is either. Um, so that's interesting. Also, this is kind of cool. So the Blade movie that's coming, we don't really know when. That was just kind of mm-hmm. like, we have Mahershala Ali. It's actually going to be a TV show until they got Mahershala. Really? Mm-hmm. Which makes sense, I think. Mm-hmm. That makes a ton of sense. I mean, just like how, like, the, the people they've chosen for these TV shows so far on Disney+, Plus, Blade definitely seems like he fits in that. Mm-hmm. You know, you got like She-Hulk, Moon Knight, those yeah. like lower street level type. I'd rather see a TV show with him. That's also why I think the Daredevil show works so well yeah. because it's not because just... TV shows are usually mm-hmm. are they're better when they're not drug out, dragged, mm-hmm. whatever yeah. it is. I think it'd be cool to see a Spider-Man show always though. Yeah, because it's like some of the the best adaptations are the long form content, the video mm-hmm. game, spectacular Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. 
And the yeah, for example, with the video games, like there's there's there uh, in Spider-Man PS4, there's like random tasks you do, but you always are like doing something like no matter what that you're there's gonna be an episode where he's doing something. Yeah, and it's also like I think the Mandalorian is so good because I've seen a couple of people talk about this. Um, it goes back to that kind of original TV format where each episode is alone, but it uses that new format combined with that where mm-hmm. it all leads to a bigger story. With Spider-Man, I think that that's literally perfect. Yeah. The only thing I could see being nervous is like I don't want that I'd maybe want them to do maybe like three seasons at most of a Spider-Man show because I feel like after usually season three is when shows kind of go downhill. But with Spider-Man, you have so much. Like, yeah. I wouldn't want them to do Villain of the Week with, like, Scorpion and Craven. I would yeah. want those to be a couple episodes arcs, you know? Just, like, spectacular Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that's, that's what I was going to... This is also my point, though. It's, like, since there's a lot of... He, there are a lot of villains for Spider-Man. I'm nervous that they're going to do what Flash does, where it's pretty much... After season three, every episode, it's the same thing over and over. Yeah. Well, what I think would be cool is if... If they did do three seasons, I'd hope it would be, like, 16 episodes, not, like, Flash 24, but not, mm-hmm. like, there's enough story where it doesn't have to be, like, a Mandalorian 10 or whatever, mm-hmm. so 16 right in the middle, and then three, you could do three seasons with that, you could do high school, college, adult. Yeah, it's perfect. And it works perfect. Also, I'm pretty sure the Flash this season is going to have 18 episodes instead mm-hmm. of 24. Yeah, but that's only due to Corona. Yeah. They didn't be, like... Yeah, we didn't even just sell that down. But I don't think that's a... I think the writers are, you know, forced to do this 24 because mm-hmm. CW needs to fill the slots. I think I don't, it's CW. I don't like the new writers whatsoever. And also, um, I... Also, I remember when Corona started and stuff, they're like, oh, since we missed a couple episodes, they're probably going to add it on. And people were like, there's going to be 30 episodes this season. Yeah, that's not good. Um, but yeah, like, it's just... Yeah, I think that I think that TV shows, but some of them, you know, when they're trying to just be like, six hour movies it's like kind of a problem because a lot of the times it doesn't need to be six hours mm-hmm. um the best shows are short shorter at least you know mandalorian's 10 stranger things is 10 or 8 even i can't remember like short you know it gets mm-hmm. to the point no filler so that's what i'd hope to see with stuff like that but um next up so ben affleck this is reportedly going along with just the two rumor. Mm-hmm. He's reportedly getting his own show. I don't think this is true. I don't think he'd do it because bat the Batman is. Why would they? Warner Brothers has shut down CW plenty of times for these mainstay heroes because they're on movies. They don't want like to confuse audience. I, here's what I'm gonna say though. I also think Ben Affleck only is doing the Justice League right now for Zack Snyder. Mm-hmm. I think that's the only reason just to have Zack Snyder, like, because he didn't get to fulfill what and, his dream. And, yeah, and, like, just to complete the vision. Mm-hmm. Because I think that if you, if you you know, sign up to a project in hopes to do what Zack Snyder probably pitched them all to do, and then that gets, like, slaughtered by execs and, you know, I don't want to put too much of the blame on Josh, Joss Whedon. I heard he did some nasty stuff, though. Like, some, oh, some oh. bad stuff. I thought you said I did some. I'm like, no. Nah. Nah. Um... <laughs> But, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, he wasn't a perfect guy, I guess, on mm-hmm. set. Obviously, Ray Fisher and Aquaman. Uh, Jason Momoa have said that. But uh, execs did a lot of that. Also, though, with, um, the reason why I don't think um, Ben Affleck will sign on to do any more Batman stuff after Justice League, though, is because when he was originally going to do the Batman, he had the script and everything ready. He had a friend read it, and he's like, 
the friend said, I think it's really good, but is it like, because he was pretty much drinking himself to death at that point. Yeah, he was like completely out. Yeah, so it's like, it wasn't worth it, so he just, that's why he didn't do it. So I don't think he, I can't see him doing another one. Yeah, but he's better now. You've Mm -hmm. seen him, he's like way slimmer and everything. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, Next up, updated, not even before Christmas. I found the post (laughs) that I was referring to last time. So, um, Jack, burned alive, um, Sally, dismemberment, killing, that's what I said. Um, so the doctor, they said poisoned, and that makes sense, like he's mm-hmm. addicted to that, but I think the head popping open, that's why I personally think it's like either a murder and they cut off like the head or like one for the brains or of the, uh, I almost mm-hmm. said vasectomy, um, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy who can turn his head all the way, broken neck. And then one of the kids is frozen, the other one is suicide, and the other one is drowned. Yeah, one of those ones, yeah. The Oogie Boogie, skinned. Mm-hmm. And then the uh, dog was electrified. That's yeah, why it's the only that one that's like a true it. ghost. Hey, totally works for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so also, I don't know where I... <laughs> Someone's shooting. Um, yeah, we're in the city right now recording this, so... Mm-hmm. Um, for sure, for sure. So, Chicago Chicago so reportedly Ellie Fanning who I recognize the name don't know where she's from is being looked at for Kate Bishop uh, okay uh, what's that one girl's name she was in Pitch Perfect 2 Anna Kendrick no, 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 no not Anna Kendrick the, okay. other one, the one who just joined like in what was it Pitch Perfect 3 or there's only three Pitch Perfect, perfect yeah. right? Okay, so in the second and the first one, one is the best movie ever. Mm-hmm. The second one, the girl who literally do- joins, like, the brand new girl. Is that Ellie Fanning? I, no, I don't think so. But oh. the people always, like, whenever, like, there was the uh, Hawkeye and Kate Bishop stuff going on, they imagined her being it. It could have been, but I thought it was, like, Halle... She was in Bumblebee. Was it Halle Berry? Oh, Haley Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, she I was with rumored cast. Yeah, um... I don't like her. I thought she was cast, actually. Ellie Fanning. Oh, she, oh, she was um, Maleficent, mm-hmm. Sleeping Beauty. That's where I know her from. I remember watching the first Maleficent. That's a long... That came out a long time ago. I know, 2014. Oh, she's been in 45 things. <laughs> Jeez. No, I don't like... Um, huh. Haley Steinfeld. Why not? I don't know, she's just... Well, from Pitch Perfect 2, she just got on my nerves, and now I just... I don't like her. I don't. I don't have an opinion on her. I'm pretty sure she makes music too. Yeah, I wouldn't so. be surprised. Um. Next up, we have reportedly they're casting a guy for Multiverse of Madness for Doctor Strange, like a multiverse guide. Uh, just confirmed. Do you think it'd be something more like where it's where he's like in that in the spirit area, like and it's like the galaxy kind of like a face, yeah. pretty much just talking or he's to like. Him. I would maybe, and then like they turn into like a human form, and he because I mean I think like what probably is gonna happen is Scarlet Witch like destroys pretty much reality, and since you know he's a magician, he like is the only one that he's in his like astral form, and he needs to go throughout the multiverse and kind of like piece it back together, and then that brings certain universes in that they want, like mm-hmm. Toby and Andrew and uh, Daredevil, hopefully. And we get cameos as he's trying to do this. And obviously, he's never done this, so he needs a guide. That's mm-hmm. my theory on what's going on. Okay. Next up. Oh, wait. 
the Daredevil rights are the 29th. My bad. That's not that big of a difference. No. Uh, so the Green Lantern show is reportedly going to be set in the 40s, 80s, and then modern time. The Green Lantern show? Corpse movie that yeah. we've been like talking. It is yeah, a show. It's a show. I don't know. I don't really care, so it's like, eh. It's going to be a show on HBO Max. I guess I haven't really said that. I, I don't know. That, I think that's going to have way too many people in it. But it's a show. So they're, they're yeah, but how many episodes are they going to do? That's a good question. I can't see them doing too many. Yeah, because it's not CW. So mm-hmm. I think they're learning their lessons over there. Um, but yeah, that's kind of cool. The 40s is the most most interesting to me. We've seen enough 80s stuff. It's like, we can just go watch Stranger Things. live in the 40s? Sure. Peak time. Yeah, for real. Um, so Brown, Brandon Routh, who played Superman in the, was it, 09 movie, I want to mm-hmm. say. And then in the CW, he played like Kingdom, Kingdom Come. Mm-hmm. And he also plays Adam. Um, is returning as Superman in the Flashpoint movie. Uh, you know, he said it's possible. I don't think it was confirmed. Well, yeah, I mean, possible. Same mm-hmm. thing. So that's interesting. That's cool. Hopefully yeah. he's in that kingdom. Kingdom come though. Didn't he put on like the? He had a different suit at like the end of Crisis. I don't. Th- he might have put just the yellow emblem. Yeah, that was the only difference. But whatever. Kingdom game come suit is so much better. Yeah. The the suit overall still looked really cool though. Yep. Yeah. Um. So, I don't know if this is true. I'm gonna say now that like so we're in the Walking Dead, right? Mm-hmm. And so we're probably gonna have like specific news on like Walking Dead related stuff. I think I know where you're going. With compared this. to like if somebody wasn't a fan, and it's like same thing stands. If like we're not gonna we don't watch Game of Thrones, so you're not gonna get like specific news on Game mm-hmm. of Thrones here. Um, but so, reportedly Andrew Lincoln has been cast as Scrooge. Oh, that's not what I was gonna say. From um, what I can never think of what that movie is called. With the Christmas Carol. Okay, Christmas. Yeah, Christmas Carol. Reported. Oh, it recently came to uh, Disney Plus. That movie is incredible. I mm-hmm. love that movie. It scared me so much that one scene where oh. he's in like the darkness. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, also, Terrible. my mom. She's really in the mood recently. So, yesterday she decided to put up the Christmas tree. I want to put up mine. Yeah, she's really. In the I could do it solo, year. but I was. Thanksgiving's gonna be so weird this year. Why? Well, first of all, Black Friday probably won't happen on large of a scale and then oh i can't by the way uh, (laughs) on the podcast first uh and then thanksgiving um just like there's not gonna be as many like like a bunch i at my house at least i know i'm not gonna have like a bunch of people there that's not what i'm mine's gonna be completely normal (laughs) same amount of people because like my thanksgiving usually my two grandparents and then uncle aunt cousin and my, it's like eight people, and it's not much people. Yeah. Many. My aunt isn't going to be there, but seven people, six. You get the point. So, next up. Um, Natalie Portman said that she'll have her own powers as Mighty Thor. Which I don't know, like, what? Then you're not Thor. Yeah. I don't get it. I mean, maybe, does that Maybe mean- she's trying to say she won't be Thor. Hopefully. Eh. Well, she said it's just like to end off her story, so it's not gonna. She's not replacing Thor. So I'm fine. I hope it. she. She's probably gonna die. Yeah, that's yeah. Because she like has in the, in the comics cancer, she does, and then like, yeah. I don't oh, she's definitely gonna die. I don't know if Marvel would be like, or, or like, what if she has fun? She's like, you know what? Maybe I'll come back for another one. No, I, I. That's what I'm saying. I hope they don't do that. I don't think she will though, because she's much more of a actor's actor. So she yeah, like is like, I just want to end the story. She's much 
like that's another thing where it's like I can't believe she was in the MCU. She's like I know in so many other things as well, and she's like a good actress. Um. So this is another rumor about The Walking Dead. Maybe the one you're thinking of. Reportedly, episode six of the kind of the like six episodes we're getting is going to be a live action Negan's backstory. Oh, see, no, no, okay. I just saw that. Uh, I just saw people being like, "Oh, Andrew Lincoln grew out his beard. Maybe he's doing something with Rick." Oh, that he is. Much it. He is. We'll get to that though. Oh, okay. okay it's okay. not what you probably think though. But yeah, that's really cool. I've been waiting to see this. Yeah. Um, because I think Jeffrey Dean Morgan could really do a good. I wonder. Like, yeah. Normal person. So Negan. you know how in Negan's backstory in the comics, yeah, there's a, when he's playing ping pong. There's that Asian guy, and people are like, "Oh my God, it's Glenn!" I wonder if they, what if they got uh, Stephen Young, yeah, to come back and I just hope. be that. Oh my God, I like Stephen Young so much. He seems so wholesome. He is, he is. And then we also have something weird. I find this quite strange. So there's gonna be a Black Lightning movie. I don't find that strange. But there's a Black Lightning TV show. One, two. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, as two. Well. Um, like, I get that they're probably doing it to get a black superhero, but, like, don't they have other ones? Or just create a new one? It's, like, yeah. kind of weird that they're just, we're gonna, I, so there's gonna be two black, or, sorry, three black superheroes in the DC universe. Literally. We have Cyborg, and then Black Lightning, and then Black Lightning, again. I genuinely, I don't want a, blo- uh, maybe, like, Oh, uh, you just made that sounds really you it sounds like yeah, you're about yeah, to say yeah, yeah. i do not want black people in my movies <laughs> are you talking about the cw show though is yeah that referring to? but it's not it's not connected necessarily so it's like, yeah it is now it's in the same universe well yeah because of the because of crisis yeah i'm talking about well uh, multiverse so it's like it's not like the heat but it's still weird because it, it was so weird when they cast like a new flash in the movie yeah. and with such like a low tier hero like very unknown it's so weird that they choose to do two of the same character instead of choosing a different black superhero. I thought I thought you were gonna I thought you were gonna say there was gonna be like an HBO Max Black Lightning. No, I was no. gonna be like that'd be so stupid if it was like the <laughs> two TV shows. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So there's a Star Girl Star Girl casting. Uh, Jim Gaffigan. Again, recognize the name. Yeah. What was he in? This. He's probably just been in like background roles. I feel like. I feel like I recognize him from like, like a background. Um, Philip Seymour Hoffman, you know, from yeah, Hunger Games. Yeah, he does. Um, oh, he must do something because he has like things called the Jim Gaffigan Show. He must wait. View more. He's done fifty forty-five. Hotel Transylvania Three. I know him from somewhere. What do I know you from? What? What do I know? I know him from something. Oh. What? I, yeah, I, I recognize the name something. for sure. No, I recognize him too. I know him. Oh my god! Maybe you've seen like the Jim Gaffigan thing. Like, I wonder what he does. Oh, stand-up comedian. Maybe that's why I see. I don't know. I just feel like maybe I saw him on a talk show or something like that. Probably. Um. So this kind of like big news. It's pretty much confirmed that Quicksilver in some ways in Wandavision. Uh, not Evan Peters. Uh, yeah. uh, that's so, Johnson. That's so yeah. funny because like that they've been having Quicksilver is rumored to be in like everything, everything. that Wanda's been in. I know for like the past five. They're years. like how Quicksilver. Like it's like a um, CBR article. Mm-hmm. How quick or Screen Rant? How Quicksilver yeah. or VR? <laughs> um, 
uh but yeah i think there's like a pop figure that was leaked um i mean it's do you think it's gonna be it, i feel like it's just gonna be like a like a vision oh yeah it's probably and not the vision the character you know what something cool they could do is like it's just like kind of a voice in her head pretty much but just like him speeding around around her yeah. all the time just like talking a to flash her. or something just yeah. like goes by maybe um another rumor boba boba fett is reportedly getting a miniseries i don't believe this just because i feel like he has story left to do in mandalorian then again they probably shot that already mm-hmm. so they may be filming this miniseries to release after mm-hmm. i saw two. people uh, thinking that he's gonna be like through the background of this season and then next season he's gonna become like kind of like the protagonist i don't think so though because john i think john favreau and dave filoni understand what they did well mm-hmm. they set up a plot point and then you've uh you know you either make it a huge one for the next one next season or you end it you don't just mm-hmm. like keep it going multiple seasons they didn't he, do that once he's season. not even a mandalorian yeah well he's partly not really he's not because it's an oath usually well he doesn't take an oath but technically by bloody is mandalorian yeah. partly yeah it's it's a weird little grace. I'm pretty sure George, uh, George Lucas was adamant he's not Mandalorian though. Oh well, uh, I don't know. I I think people just traced it back, and George Lucas was by his own mythology mm-hmm. wrong. I don't know how true this is, but I would have to rewatch the scene to see. Apparently, uh, in Revenge of the Sith, J- uh, not Django. What was his name? Cody. No, the annoying guy. Jar Jar Binks. How did I forget Jar Jar Binks? Uh, yes. Had a Crimson Dawn thing on his shirt. Do you know what Crimson Dawn yeah, is? Yeah, yeah, the solo thing. Um, well, I know he had like that robe on. Mm-hmm. Probably not apparently, true. Apparently he's Darth Jar Jar. Apparently that was like, an be actual a, it'll plot be, point, though, which is yeah, so It'll funny. be on screen. My editing self will confirm if he does or not. Um, but, yeah. Uh, you watched episode one, though, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. All right, this is going to be podcast-exclusive quick thoughts on Mandalorian. Actually, no, we'll do that after. I'll just cut okay. that part out. I was like, what? Um, so, Ray Fisher um, said that everything but one scene in Justice League was a reshoot for him. So, there's only one scene of Cyborg that was in the original movie. That's just... They reshot everything. Not that much reshooting. I mean, he's in it for like ten minutes, and he's yeah. one of the six justices. Yeah, he doesn't. He didn't get enough focus whatsoever. No. Um. So I think this is new suits. Oh yeah, it was for a mate for the Spider-Man remaster. These are the final suits for Spider-Man One game. Um. Obviously, the Amazing Spider-Man suit. I don't know the names of the suits. Wait, they may have their names. No, they don't. I think that there's this one. Look at that. Very nice. That white and red one. I think this one looks really cool. Yeah, it does. And then this, like this one, which isn't as cool, but definitely I, I like cool. it. I like it. It looks kind of like uh, Into the Spider-Verse for some reason. Yeah. Well, it has that like cartoon mm-hmm. style, but I like it, it. Um, yeah, I think it looks cool. Like if I was playing the game, I wouldn't definitely choose it as my main mm-hmm. suit. It'd be fun to do like a mission or whatever. Um, so I am I am gonna get Miles Morales the game uh, the Spider Man game like I probably just since I don't really care about getting it are you come. scared or just so before we get into this because it's gonna come up later I'm gonna show the Spider Man Miles Morales suits do you want that spoiled I've seen most of them already 
Because so there's I'm a bunch of ones yeah. that were leaked. Okay. Uh, but, like, I'm I'm just going to ask for it for Christmas because I'm, like, I don't care about getting it when it comes out. I don't need to spend the money. So, it's, like. So, reportedly, Thor 4 is going to be as big as Avengers 3 and 4. Is this true? No. Because it's literally impossible. Unless, because, you know, you, all, some of the characters are gone now. Mm-hmm. Um, that I mean, it's probably going to be big, it sounds like. Because, like, Taika Waititi on a live was, like, well, it's going to be wild, man. Gonna be so cool, man. I, I wonder if he's gonna. I wonder if he's what if it's gonna have anything to do with like him missing his like the big three whatsoever. Yeah, I hope maybe. they mention. I hope they like, do. Just even for yeah. small. Men- yeah, like when you mention that, it's always like satisfying. I like in a like, show when like they mentioned someone who died like a season or two ago. Mm-hmm. I feel like they don't mention that enough in Marvel. Yeah, like people who are gone. Mm-hmm. Um, next up. Okay, so this so this is kind of big as it kind of refers to the video that we did. Um, Spider Man Three, it's confirmed that at least for some big action scene, the Bosco suit is gonna be the main suit because we do know that for smaller scenes they will actually film in like real places. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is on a blue screen, so I'm assuming this is some big action scene. Oh, yeah, how did I forget? I how did I not even put the two together? He wore he's wearing the Bosco suit and has a mask on. He's yeah. like, wear two masks. Oh, you didn't get that. Yeah, no, I mean, like I didn't. I was like, I didn't correlate with my head that he's gonna be wearing the Bosco suit for most of this. That's, oh. what, that's what I mean. Yeah, because I was thinking like it could be like uh, you know just really quickly he has it on in the beginning and then has it off. But unless it's a huge action scene mm-hmm. right away, it's on a blue screen set, which means it has to be elaborate. Mm-hmm. So I do think he's gonna be wearing it for most. Okay, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Would you want to see him ever get another suit? Eventually, yeah, especially like. Because uh, the suit can represent change and stuff. So, like, if he takes a big step in being himself and he makes his own instead of it being Iron Man tech. Mm-hmm. I feel like yeah, yeah. I feel I feel like he should have more. His own but I don't know where to go. Where what suit they'd make? I mean, they I'd never thought of a red and black suit so they can pull something out of their cheeks that I'm not mm-hmm. thinking of. I just I don't know if I'd necessarily want another red and blue suit because they did so good with that first one in my opinion, and this one is so good it's like you gotta walk a fine line there because mm-hmm. he already had so many suits. Um, I feel like they maybe did a darker blue. Yeah, that would work. Uh, so we also have leaked. No. Okay, we have um, leaked photos of uh, what's his name, Tyler Pocklin on the Superman and Lois show. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's they're not really good. I guess it's just confirming that they're shooting it, but we knew that. But yeah, I guess if you're curious, well, also... you can see it looks better than the other one. Oh yeah, that is. I mean. Yeah, he like it, I think this one's better than the one he's wearing in Supergirl. He looks, he looks here. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was about to say, which is good. Um, next up, we're gonna get into it, John. What? Johnny Depp lost the court oh, case, and I'll be upfront by saying I 100% supported him. I thought that it was irresputable that he was abused, even if he did some. Amber Heard mm-hmm. was way worse, and now he has to resign from Fantastic Beasts and uh, the future. So I mean, we uh, both thought that when you were in, when you were in Aquaman, I thought you looked kind of hot, Amber Heard. But now you're just disgusting. You disgust us, even though you probably don't care. But you disgust us. This could mean Grindelwald is so important to this that they have to recast. Mm-hmm. It's not can't be Colin Farrell because that was a disguise. Mm-hmm. Unless they just say he permanently goes in that disguise now. I'm oh, speaking but, of Johnny Depp. I watched him in a pretty good movie last night. What? Uh. The Secret Window or something like that. Did you watch two movies last night? Yeah. Oh. Secret Window. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, he's definitely good. He 
he did go a little crazy. I mean, he somehow was in debt, even though he gets paid like two hundred million for every movie he does. Mm-hmm. I like Johnny Depp though. He fascinates me. He's he's a good actor. He's made one of like he's made some of like the best characters on screen. You know. So mm-hmm. we also this is what the Rick thing is. There's a Walking Dead Christmas special. So. Oh, with like Glenn, like Glenn maybe returning, Abraham. So old characters may return, and like this That'd Christmas cool. thing. Oh, I would. Okay, I'm just gonna say this because Stephen, uh, you, I feel like I, th- I think he moved to Asia or something. Yeah. Uh, oh my God, just seeing them back together. So that great. would that would literally make my like, oh, because just the Walking Dead so special to me, you know. Yep. And he also had a one Stephen Yoon had a tick on his uh, penis. And he literally told everyone. He went around showing yeah. everyone. He's showing? Yeah, he was like, he's like, I was happy it was me who got it because I was the only one who was like, who would be able to like go and tell people. Well, he, I'm sure he showed. I'm pretty sure he mentioned showing some people. I don't. Well, I mean, part. he's confident then because I don't think I would. Um, next up, there's gonna be a. They're gonna try to do a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles '90s universe. Oh, let's. I watched the the video again the other day, but like I saw it like a year ago. Do you know what happened in that movie? The the other the first two, those movies. Okay, so there's the live action ones, right? They the actors, the, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles were treated like absolute shit by, <laughs> by the company. They they were getting paid almost nothing, and and in those suits probably, and they were like, and it was like they a lot of them didn't want to do it because they're like, we won't get recognized, right? Yeah. And, the, and the, the people, the, the studio promised them, like, it's the new technology, you're going to be doing all the steps, so the turtles pretty much are you. And then, but the the, uh, the studio was paying them almost nothing, they weren't on the clock. So when everyone was getting ready to leave, the the people who were editing, doing the lighting and all that stuff, would get in the cars first, and they would leave the turtles behind. <laughs> and after everyone was dropped off, they'd go back for the turtles. It's such a funny thing, they, they'd leave the turtles behind. Yeah, it, that, but that does suck. Um, I don't know if it's them or whatever, but yeah. Next up, Halloween kill first look. Oh, wait. What? You didn't know about that? No, I genuinely didn't. It's only 42 seconds, but... (gasps) Wait, this came out a long time ago. Wait, this may not be it. I thought it was. If this is what I think it is, I think I've seen this. I've probably seen this, actually. No, because I know... Wait, that may not be it. I think, I think I've seen it. I think I've seen that I think one. I pulled up the wrong one, because I, I wanted to watch it with you first. You can go to Netflix. Uh, you go to YouTube and put the most recent one. Like when you look it up. Yeah, yeah. Or this is the, this is the same one I think because it says unless it's different, but it says July eighth. Yeah, you're right. You can go to the YouTube channel as well, Universal well, Studios. As you can see, Universal. You think? Universal Pictures. Cause I, cause I, I, I um. One week ago, that one. This is it. There okay, yeah. Oh, wait, yeah, I need to like, hit it hard, you know, so I can. Okay. Yeah, this is it. Okay, you see the bandages? Yeah, it's obviously. 
Oh, in the hospital, John. I don't know if we get a better look at anything. I think that there's going to be a lot more kills in this one. Obviously, because the name is well. But uh, I feel like now he, he hated Lori, but now he hates her entire family. So he's yeah. like, you know what? I'm going to hunt all of you. But the most notable thing is they're back in the hospital for mm-hmm. the se- for like the sequel. So it's like, I, I mean, that's just, I think that's really cool. We have Burnt Mask. Um, you can see it. You mm-hmm. can see it there. It's on screen, uh-huh. too. Like, are they in the hospital at the same time? Because obviously they save it. But how does, does he escape again or something? What happens with that? Well, did he not, escape did, when they went there? I'm going to assume he's not going to die this one. He may die in the next one. They may yeah. do like a trilogy. But even then, he'll come back eventually. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, they'll, they'll let it rest. But they won't. Okay. So, they're going to... Right now, they're, they're filming a live-action Mortal Kombat movie. That's been known. Mm-hmm. But they think it's going to be pushed again. Um, Free Guy has been pushed. Good news, Insidious 5, with Patrick Wilson making his directorial debut. Oh, He wasn't in the third and fourth, which is why that's notable. So, hey, Insidious 1 was good, so. And we like him. We We do like Patrick Wilson. Um, So, this is incredible news. Jimmy Fallon's writer said that no more Trump jokes. I thought, no, she resigned. Oh. Yeah. Same thing. Well, no, all the other writers are probably going to do Trump jokes then. He's gone. Let it go, guys. Okay, Wedding Crashers 2. Supposedly happening. That's the one. Owen uh, Wilson. And whatever his name was, the bigger dude. Yeah. I don't like him. He seems like a jackass. And when I look, because me and my mom, we were watching a movie that he was in, and we're like, I hate him. He seems like such a jackass. We looked it up, and there were so many things about him being rude to fans and stuff like that. Vincent Vaughn, that's his name. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I could tell. Um, and so then there's this I'm actually really excited about. So the, well, part of it I'm excited about, because I, I didn't know about it. Okay, so you know that movie Mort- Murder on the Oriental Express? Mm-hmm. It was it's like getting a sequel, right? Yeah. yeah. It's called Ori- Murder on like the Nile. Mm-hmm. That's been pushed. That's the bad part, but I'm just really excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I so really liked the first one. Yeah, so good. that's exciting. Loki season two. I literally the news dropped like right before we filmed this. Yeah, and you got here. Uh, there, it's supposedly been renewed, and they're gonna film in twenty twenty two for it. Okay. Um, so the clarification on something. I don't know if we covered this. This may have been before we were doing the news, but supposedly, you know, people are saying that the Rick movie is down to one. Scott Gimple reassured us that it's still a trilogy. At least still going to be landed. He needs to do something. Get no. off your lazy butt and do it. No, he needs to leave. Because, okay, let's think about this. Let's look at all that he's touched. Let's start with the obvious one. This world beyond is horrible. I wouldn't mm-hmm. say horrible. I mean, it's better than other things, but it's very boring. Yeah. Not engaging. Not good. I think he... And he's... That's just his thing. Yeah. I hope... Scott Kimple, listen to me. You made some of the best and the worst seasons of The Walking Dead. How'd you make the best ones? No. Just go back to that. Let's more think about this. Now let's talk about fear. He started to take his hands on that right when they stopped, when they moved on from like the origins of the thing. Mm-hmm. So he pretty much made it Walking Dead too, which the be- the only good part of the when fear or uh, yeah fear is only good for seasons one, kind of two, and then like maybe a little bit of three. Nothing mm-hmm. more than that though. And everyone's dead now. Yeah, and yeah, they killed the entire family. Yeah. Um, 
And then let's look at what he made in The Walking Dead. Well, yes, I think he made four and five. And six is pretty good. He did make seven and eight, which are just horrible. Yeah. Like, even though I hate that Carl got killed, whatsoever, it's still a good episode, though. Like, the sentence yeah, but is it, good, but it's like... It would have been better if he was around more. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I guess... I don't know. I'm kind of worried about these movies now. He just hasn't done anything good in so yeah. long. What season five would have been 2015. Do you know what I think it was? I think he was on a roll. Then he had a big ego, even though he did nothing before that and only mm-hmm. did two good seasons. And yeah. then he was like, yes. Yeah, that is right. He has a, just walk, watch, watch any Talking Dead clip with him. He is a giant ego. Mm-hmm. Now the final thing. We're going to look at every single Miles Morales suit. I think it's every single one. I just looked at the time for the news yeah. today. Jesus. Well, yeah, this is this is news from like a week and a half. Yeah. So, um, but with that being said, some of these have been you know shown. But if you don't want to know them, you want to go into the game blind. Skip to the end. Actually, yeah, this is our last segment. So, if you don't want to see this, you can click off the video. Thank you for watching. But um, and then you know if you, before you click off the video, hit the follow button. The you know, yeah, button. just yeah. go to the outro, <laughs> and then um. If you are watching it, um, there is the very last suit we're going to look at is kind of a spoiler. Not really. It's a suit that has to do with a villain that everyone knows is going to be in it because everyone knows this villain is going to be in the thing. I mean, it has to be. Plus, it's already been revealed. Is it who I think it is? Yeah, it is. Um, so, yeah. And I think this is every single one. I don't think one, I don't think any is missing here. So, we're going to take a look at those. Starting with um, the track suit. That's the black and white one. Mm-hmm. I like that one. Yeah. Here's the problem with his suits, though. He's only been around for nine years, so he has, like, actually five suits. And the thing is, he has to pretty much have this black and red color scheme because Peter Parker pretty much has the red and blue and then anything else. Mm-hmm. Peter Parker can have black and gold, and you can tell it's that Spider-Man. Yeah. But Miles has to somehow keep that vibe. Yeah. And it's kind of part of problem. Also, it's just, if I'm going to be honest, I don't like Miles as Spider-Man as much i don't really know he sucks in the comics he's the only good thing i've ever seen him in is the first look we got at the game and then into the spider-verse yeah it's like he's he's a good character and all but i feel like just like i i don't know i just don't like him because into the spider-verse is pretty much a completely different character Mm -hmm. than the one in the comics so um oops that's okay we'll go back all right so obviously we have the regular iconic it's called Sportswear, which is the one with the red, you know, like the jacket, mm-hmm. uh, kind of his training suit. Great responsibility is like his version of the Peter Parker yeah. suit. We have the strike suit, which is kind of a cool one. It has like a jacket, like a. It's very similar collar. to one of the um, one of the Spider-Man suits yeah. in this first one. I don't like that he's the like. I get it's cool because they want to make him different, but it's like, why do they give him special powers different than Peter? Yeah, because I have to do something. To... Yeah, it's but it's like at the same time, it's so weird thinking that. Yeah, it's kind of weird to have Spider-Man have powers other than that. Personally, I do like when he is minimal. Mm-hmm. Um, you have the end of the Spider-Verse, which is really cool. Because yeah. the end of the Spider-Verse Spider-Man suit was That really one cool. I'm going to swing around in so much. Yeah. 2020 suit. Mm-hmm. Different, for it's, sure. It, I'm not going to use that one. Yeah, not great. Um, Academy is literally just like <laughs> I can just see with a yeah. black coat on, so... Yeah. Kind of a cool idea, but like, eh. 
Animated. Animated is really cool, in my opinion. It it just reminds me completely of the they did that already with the first. Yeah, game. and that's my. I think that's maybe one of my favorite suits in that game. Yeah, but it's because when I was playing on yours for like for an hour, I only used that mm-hmm. animated suit. So. Yeah. Um. So uh, then we got the homemade suit. No. Kind of rough. Kind of rough looking. Um, the crimson cowl. It's very strange. Like I wonder how he puts it on because it looks like the. It has a hood, but it looks like the mask is connected to the piece where the hood is on. So it's mm-hmm. like, how does that? Oh no. The end suit. I don't like it. You don't? No. I'm a fan. This is one of the ones that is in the comics. Okay, so is that is that just the name of it, or is it like, for example, in the first Spider-Man game, Peter gets that really big upgrade and yeah. stuff? Is no, that supposed no. to be that version? It's from a storyline in the okay. comics. Okay, called okay. The I was, end. I was a little nervous there. I was about to say that's like his end suit with like Peter's. Twenty ninety nine is really cool. I love the glowing eyes. Yeah. I love the white highlights. I think it's mm-hmm. great. Winter's um, Winter's okay. I mean, it, it like logistically makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, I like the programmable matter. I think that's really cool. I, like I, I it's it's okay. I feel like it looks bulky right there though. Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah, it makes him look like he has yeah. like a gut. But I like the geometric shapes. Yeah. I, I I like the end suit from one of my favorite suits from the Spider-Man game was the end one at the. Uh, is it is it the yellow and black? It not yellow. It's greenish. Green kind and of. black. It's like kind of neon neon greenish. Okay. I'll show you a picture after. Um, the cat suit. It's kind of cool. I guess the cat you know moves around yeah. and stuff, so it's kind of cool. Uh, training suits. Eh. It's no. Just nothing special. It, yeah, it's like when they had like the ripped costume and. Mm-hmm. Uptown. Uh, Pride is pretty cool. Just yeah. like the Miles Morales suit, but in yellow. Uh, and then this is the spoiler one. I mean, everyone knows it. it ha- it's like his origin. It's the Prowler suit. It's called Purple, Purple Rain. It it kind of kind of looks like that final one in the. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, obviously the Prowl- Prowler is like his uncle Ben. He's integral, so everyone knows that he's in the game. Mm-hmm. This is only a spoiler. If you didn't want to know, he kind of has his own suit. Yeah. I wonder if that's gonna be like. Uh, I wonder if that's gonna be similar to the Peter storyline where he yeah. builds a suit kind of similar to Doc but, Ock's. But the thing is, um, the Prowler is his uncle Ben, so he has to die early in the story. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't, it's gonna be weird. Yeah, I mean his dad already died though, so yeah, the, he yeah, did already have that moment, I guess. He could be the final villain. I hope that there's a surprise villain because that Doc Ock was still like. That was crazy that they hid that, mm-hmm. and then there's like the secret one and in the trailer and everything and yeah. Anyway though, that's the news. Wow, that was a long news segment, but I did talk a lot for once. Good job, John. Alrighty, so our first movie that we're gonna cover here is Seven, um, spelled S E Seven E N. Yeah. Doesn't make sense at all. Yes, it does. If you watch the movie, it does. Well, yeah, yeah, but like the the seven <laughs> the spelling, you mean it doesn't work. That doesn't look yeah. like a V. That's not. I don't think that's the point of it. I think you just want to have a seven in it. Yeah, that's the worst part of this movie. Okay. Next up. Okay, or not next up. So seven is a nineteen ninety five film directed by David Fincher. It's a neo noir crime thriller. Um, so uh, I'll talk. Actually, you know what? I'll talk about this now. So it kind of like redefined like that genre like crime and cop movies because before this think of like uh like kind of um what's that one dude just think of like 80s cop shows where it's like you know villain of the week it's corny 
Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of the name, but Robot I can't. Cop, stuff like that, too. Eh. Yeah, kind of that, but um, I can't think of his name. I'm thinking, like, Rambo. Here, I'm just going to look it up because I'm curious. Uh, cop shows, 80s. Uh, well, it says chips, but that's not the one I'm thinking of. Whatever. Um, point is, this, like, 1995, is weird to think that this is such, like, a early kind of... Because I thought this would be, like, 2005. Yeah. But this is 1995, so this is actually pretty close to those corny calculators. Mm -hmm. And after this, people could not make a movie without having to do... I could not make a cop movie without a style like this. But there is really no other way to do this. So it's like... That's why there's like no more cop movies. Yeah. I was thinking about like that. Stuff like this, it's like... It's so good, but where do you go from there? Yeah. It redefined the genre, but ended up killing, killing it. it. Yeah. Um... So, uh, it's set in New York. We have, you know, some things there, but it's actually filmed, of course, in L.A. It would either be filmed in L.A. or Georgia or Atlanta. Um, it was on a budget of $33 million and ended up making $327 million, which is a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, like, the early MCU movies didn't even make that much money. Some of them did. That's but pretty crazy. Yeah. And for 1995, too. Mm -hmm. um, and it also received... A good amount of critical acclaim. Uh, so one of the big inspirations for the writer was when he was in New York, because he just thought it was so bad yeah. there that he, that's how he tried to portray it, write it, and that's how. Fincher, yeah, I can definitely see that because you know they like throughout the entire thing, it's like this place is bad. Like literally, yeah, that's it's all never mentioned. portrayed good. Yeah. Um. So this is something interesting. There's a lot of big names that turned down some roles here. So for Somerset, Freeman's character. We have Al Pacino turned it down, Robert Duvall, and Gene Hackman. Dang. So, I'm actually surprised. Yeah. And for Mills, Denzel Washington and Sylvester Stallone both turned it down. I, thought, I don't think I could see Stallone. Oh, I would Stallone. not want Stallone. Thank God he turned it down. Yeah. But that's so weird. He's, he's a, Sylvester Stallone's a cool guy. Just, not I a don't think actor. this is. He, he is in Imagine him things. trying to do like. What's in the box? Yeah, I could not. I, I don't think the only thing is I don't think I could see him in this type of a movie. Yeah, you're right. So originally, New Line Cinema turned down the ending with the box, mm -hmm. told them to rewrite it. They did, but where the problems arise is when when they sent the wrong script to David Fincher, and then uh, Fincher liked it so much, but he didn't want to do it because of his work on Alien Three was so bad, and then. After you know Brad Pitt got involved, he tried. He started to try to convince the yeah. studio and run for it. Um, well, he said he wouldn't do the movie if the ending was changed. Yeah, um, and even yeah, he was him and Fincher were like the big two proponents for this ending. Mm -hmm. uh, they fought till the end for it. Which I think it, it obviously be cool to get the happier ending. But no, like, uh, um, oh, I don't really know what the other ending. Was. She lives in the other ending. Oh. Um, but like it, that's oh like it, it'd be cool like not necessarily cool but it'd be yeah. like it'd be cute to have the the, the yeah. happy ending but like at the same but this time is so much this is better. this is ten times better it's, it's shocking darker, it's, yeah. yeah um so principal photography took took place over fifty five days you know Fincher wanted that bleak descript or bleak depiction of New York and the only but the only reason it was raining the whole time was because continuity they filmed it and then they didn't know like 
how you know to do it and whatever and they would like come back for the same scene different days so it ended up having to be raining all the time um he so he went but the main thing is he wanted to keep like the realism he didn't want to go like um blade runner like dystopian because mm-hmm. the set designer did he wanted to like he was like we'll, we'll make it horrible here but he's like i want to feel real but that's a good de- like you go to chicago on a bad day yeah it'll look like that mm-hmm. so um chicago's scary yeah i could smell this movie oh it's, yeah oh yeah um so the end continued to haunt the f- studio even after you know the first showings and they fought more and then um uh the what what made them say okay was the final like stinger with you know freeman and the quote and everything um because actually pitt and fincher wanted to end it with the gunshot cut to black mm-hmm. which would have been cool um the title sequence was also going to be different it was going to be my or uh, mills moving to the city from like a farmhouse or country house um but because of time and budget, they ended up having going with this, in my opinion, 20 million times better opening sequence. Um, and actually, it didn't win too many awards. The only notable thing it was, um, like in terms of awards, was best film editing at the Oscars. But for reference, this may not be a perfect um, you know, correlation, but Coraline won about double the Oscar, or double the awards this one notable awards that's the key word there i mean this one a bunch of other like small things but um and was nominated for about triple what this Wait. was all right so Coraline is a is a good i would say it's a, i like Coraline. yeah and i think out of all the disney things and the animated things that's the one that's more like an actual movie movie they have huh. foreshadowing all that type of stuff but this but yeah but this is, is this is but the reason better. why and this is important that like that was for context. It's not real great to- context though, because pretty much any big movie, animated movie, is gonna get nominated for best animated movie. If it's from Disney and it's animated, it's getting nominated at every single award show for best uh, animated what, movie. I had a question for you. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking about this. You know how they did. You know how they did the Zoom thing where like Shia LaBeouf, you know, the really funny clips. Do you think Morgan Freeman and Brad Pitt were like, oh hey, I remember you? From what? This, obviously. Wait, wait. Are you saying um, Shia LaBeouf or did you, did they remember each other? No, I'm saying, yeah, to the two of them. Oh, I was just using the Shia LaBeouf so you yeah. remember what I was talking about. Yeah, like, you okay. know what I was talking about specifically. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, there's there's probably a pretty decent... I would, awesome. I would be surprised if they hadn't worked in other things together. Yeah. Brad Pitt looks... Brad Pitt looks like... You can tell it's him, but at the same time, I don't know what it is. You can't. It, what? To me... It doesn't. He look looks like the same from like 1990 to now. I don't know, like his uh, haircut changes, but other than that, I don't know. There's just to me, there's just something, and I can't put my finger on it. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Fucking crazy. Uh, okay, so um, we can start with the movie. So we start by setting up the characters, swift motion. So we get Somerset going with a murder. It doesn't involve anything that you know the seven sins or whatever uh so after he looks at it he meets mill outside we learn somerset is good at his job kind of methodical he uh he does seem a bit done just Mm -hmm. like he's like very uh he is kind of angry and just he doesn't he doesn't he's not accepting the miles 
Uh, he doesn't have much patience. Understandable, though. Yeah, he's ready to go. All that stuff. Miles seems much jumpier, happier. Yep. He's quick-witted. Uh, you know, just very average, like new on the job yeah. kind of guy. Something that I think is cool though is that the life that Somerset is trying to escape is the life that Miles is trying to get into. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk about yeah, like Miles is most likely what Somerset was before mm-hmm. the years and years of experience. Yeah. Also had. though, before before like uh, in the very beginning, he's like they're like, "What are you gonna do when you retire?" And so like he's like. Oh, I'm gonna move on to like a little farmland, you know, like relax for the rest of my life, pretty yeah. much. Which is where, as you just said, Miles came from. Yeah. Um. So then we get the incredible opening title sequence, which one looks incredible, but two is just like really creative. Mm-hmm. We don't know until that scene where they go into the apartment, mm-hmm. but it's dope. You know, he's cutting off his um, fingerprints and he's writing in the notebooks. I yeah. think it's really cool. Um. So then we cut back. To the movie, we um, and we see our first deadly sin right away. We don't know yet, um, but you know there you got happy, snarky Mills, of course. Um, and when they go inside, it's a very fat man who looks like he's been dead for a while, been decomposing, and there is vomit. So we can assume he was like force fed. And I'll say here, it's really cool about this movie is it's like follow along, and you can mm-hmm. even figure stuff out before. Uh, the only thing I can't I can think of off the top of my head where you couldn't figure it out before is like the fingerprints mm-hmm. because obviously you can't you know do that but yeah I mean you can you could figure out yeah. this before then um, so uh, you know they end up go or well Mills is kicked out by Somerset because obviously they just don't take well to each other at all and when we cut back to the hospital we learn the truth he was forced to fed held at gunpoint we see you know he has uh, the like the mark. And Mills actually is the one that notices that. Mm-hmm. So um, it probably helps a bit for his case with Somerset because obviously yeah. like Somerset just is not taken, taken well. Mm-hmm. Um, so after we get that, we get a scene that tells us a good amount about Somerset. It's the one where he's talking to the commissioner. Um, and he straight up, like he predicts what's going on. He's like, this isn't the first. This mm-hmm. is unmotivated. So it has to be just someone doing it to do it um very experienced yeah and so he wants off the case because he thinks and knows that this is going to probably take longer Mm -hmm. and probably would if this wasn't john doe but it's going to take longer than the seven days he has left um so you know shows how smart he is but also like how badly he just wants to be done um and then mills really wants it by the i mean he's really funny in this this scene he's really funny in this whole movie pitt does a great job with him um but he's impatient and then denied by, is it? I think this is the commissioner or something. I'll just call yeah. him the commissioner. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty because sure it's the commissioner. There may be yeah, like a more specific term because he may not be all the way up there. I don't know. Lieutenant or something like that. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. Um, so then we go to the second murder with Mills. Um, obviously they don't know it's connected yet, so he's there. Mm. Uh, and now and uh, when we're cutting there, you see it on the newspaper actually. It says that he like the guy who's dead is dead. Also, um, some of this, this is this could wait. Are we on the second murder right now? Yeah. Okay, so you know how there's the white thing. Yeah. And it zooms in on the eyes later. Something that I noticed that was really cool is the transition with the bloody how there's blood on the that the wife and then it goes to Brad Pitt's character's wife. Yeah. And it's like the transition kind of, there was really really yeah. good. Um. So this one is greed painted big for us. Mm-hmm. Uh. And blood. Uh. So. It was a detective at this point killed for unknown reasons. 
we end up learning it's because he lets criminals go for his own benefit. Greed. Um, so he has to cut parts of his body off, muscle mm-hmm. specifically, to make the scale weigh an equal amount. Uh, and then he ends up dying of blood loss because of this. Uh, and then we get the woman with the blood. And then that's really the first clue we get, which are throughout this movie. We cut back to Somerset working at, uh, with the commissioner. Uh, or the, the commissioner comes in, Somerset's working. He says he doesn't want to retire. And for a second, I'm like, well, this plant like a seed in his head. But I don't think it does at all. Because he's right. pretty animate throughout the rest of this movie that he's retiring. And we don't even know if he retires at the end. Mm-hmm. But Yeah, that's, that's something that I thought was really cool. Was like he... I, I don't know. I feel like he might have stayed because it's just like yeah, it like feels something like, like that. It's like not a good way to end. Yeah. Also, it's just like you. It feels like at this point, it's like something else is gonna happen. He's at this point, it just feels like he's stuck there. Yeah. And he's not plus, gonna get an escape. Plus, like the final quote and everything will mm-hmm. obviously get into that at the end. So, uh, but yeah, I don't. So I don't think he that has any bearing on him. The commissioner's really just doing it because that's his best man, and he doesn't mm-hmm. he doesn't know like what he's gonna do without him pretty much. Um, and then he's handed the clue that leads him back to the first uh, victim's, you know, murder scene. And when examining around, he pulls out the fridge to find two things. One, the uh, newspaper clipping, I think it is. And then, or the note, actually. And then um, gluttony on mm-hmm. the back. That is technically the f- first sin in the movie. Um, well, actually, technically, the first would be the fourth murder because he's been doing it for a year. Yeah. Whatever. Um, but yeah, so the first victim chronologically was gluttony, uh, obviously because gluttony is fat. The guy was very fat. So, um, after conversating with uh, Mills and the commissioner, Somerset figures out that this is the deadly sins. Yeah. And confirms his thoughts earlier that there's something bigger, and mm-hmm. we do. It's somewhat a motivation, but not good enough to get a mm-hmm. suspect or anything um so then somerset goes uh, to the library does some research with mills doing it at the same time mills then moves into somerset's office after sitting down gets a call from his wife who talks to who wants to talk to um somerset so obviously she called that phone so she was trying to straight up call Mm-hmm. Yeah, Somerset. So it's like unless he unless he was like, yeah, I'm getting a new office today. Like, could be. But, I mean, he probably would, but yeah, it was. Just, I mean, why? Eh, I guess. Either way, I just think it's kind of funny. Mm-hmm. So she asks him to do something, and then he shows up at the apartment, and she asks him to dinner. After a somewhat awkward dinner, we learn, you know, that they they have this house of chicks and everything. But it it's awkward in the beginning, but they kind of you know melt down. And then Morgan Freeman's laugh. Oh my though. gosh, <laughs> I can't, I can't tell if that was on purpose. Yeah, I couldn't tell if it was like a genuine. Like it was like it was like oh my god, it looked so weird though. <laughs> it looked too. so weird. And then, um, then after the dinner, they do start to bond, which I think was mm-hmm. her goal. Uh, obviously, it was her goal bringing them together. Uh, and they, they actually, you know, they brainstorm and then they figured something out. They get, yeah. they get somewhere. So they then go to question the victim's wife after some grieving she notices that the painting mm-hmm. in her husband's office who is the greed victim is upside down and when they go they can't find anything they they can't tell any significance through the painting being upside down they can't that when they open the back up there's nothing inside until mm-hmm. they find a set of fingerprints 
They take this to be matched, and while doing that, they begin to bond. And then Pitt falls asleep right next to him. Yeah, very cute. And very then, cute. yes, very, very cute. And then when they're awoken, awoken they learn that they got uh, the fingerprints matched, and they have like a SWAT team going out. Uh, so that seems very cool. It was really loud though. What? The one where all the cars and stuff, like they're they're all driving out. Oh, they talk about. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and we get what I finally figured out like 20 minutes before writing this the significance of the scene um the one where they're talking about the like have you ever used a gun mm-hmm. it's it's to show that like they both don't want to and that shows I and mean, that shows how bad doe just messed him up at the end because yeah. he here is saying like pretty much he'd never want to mm-hmm. he never had well he has had to but he never used it yeah and then all it takes is that information at the end and he shoots him. Something else though I noticed was like, even though he had to shoot the druggie, yeah. he's like, I had to shoot it. Like, that's yeah, he seems hesitant. Even though that's actually like, mm-hmm. that guy could have killed people around him. Yeah, and also, um, the, this is also a fact that I noticed. He's like, he's like, he seems so upset that he can't remember the guy's name, mm-hmm. and it's like, it's because it's the only guy he's killed. Yeah, he, he feels remorse, and it's like, of course you're gonna remember that name forever. He feels bad for not remembering it. Yeah. Um. So when they finally get there, it's kind of our first action scene, but I wouldn't even call it that. It's like more tense. Like we don't know if someone, mm-hmm. it's like a trap or someone's going to be right around the corner uh, until they find the man with the best of or FX makeup ever. Oh yeah. So this dude was 94 pounds, 14 hours of makeup along with that, most likely some camera angles mm. to get it. The part where he goes like wakes up. Yeah. Oh my God. And actually the people that know that he was alive. So he that like that's their genuine reaction. Really? Yeah. So like they he was totally and then he like shoots up. What if what if one of them had like had a loaded gun or something and just like shot him yeah. and they're like so scared? Yeah. Well, uh, and so when obviously they um when he when they find him they know it's not the guy that they're mm-hmm. looking for. Um, but we do learn this is the sloth victim. So sloth I actually didn't know what it was. Um, and it actually is kind of hard to pinpoint. There's like many definitions, but I think the Obviously, the one that here works here the best, and one the one I found the most is without care. Mm-hmm. So he's a druggie. He's been to jail. Uh, he's done it multiple times. So he doesn't care. Yeah, he doesn't care about himself or anyone else. Yeah. Um, so then that's when he shoots up. Man, the first time I watched that scared oh me. Oh my god! Scared it's... me so bad. Uh, so then, after they learn that he can't, he is pretty much dead. Um, uh, they Somerset gets a call from Tracy asking them to meet up. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, actually, I should probably mention this. Um, as they're leaving the sloth victim, a photographer comes up, takes a picture. We learn this is John Doe. This will play into a theory later. So okay. Uh, then they meet up, and uh, Tracy says that she's pregnant. Doesn't know if she should abort or not. And Somerset reveals that he did abort. He had a kid with his girlfriend which he says was pretty much his wife mm-hmm. um the only difference between the girlfriend being his wife and a girlfriend is the actual process of being married um and obviously she's gone so yeah. whenever she left which we can assume was a good while ago he's probably been lonely ever ever since mm-hmm. shows a lot about his character mm-hmm. um it kind of is like men in black three do you remember you know how like uh, wh- I can barely remember Men in Black 3. So you'll remember it when I say it, but you know how Will Smith, uh, or um, 
Agent K, Tommy Lee Jones, mm-hmm. saw uh, Will Smith's oh, dad yeah, get murdered. Yeah. It's kind of like that. So, like, ever since that moment, it, like, changed him, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, I think that's what that was trying to say. Like, the abortion is what made him the way he is. Mm-hmm. And Mills even asked later, like, why are you the way you are? Mm-hmm. That's why. Um, so, Somerset and uh, Mills, they get a, you know, a little, little, little illegal. Get a little illegal stuff. Uh, they go to get private library records. Library? Did I? Oh, library records. Clip it. No, don't. No, no, no. Okay. But this, um, while well, it's illegal, it does give them the information they need. They go to, uh, John, they learn John Doe going to his apartment. Mm-hmm. When they get there, halfway through the movie, we finally get our first real action scene, which I wasn't bored up to this or after this. Uh, which just shows how, how well-crafted this mm-hmm. is, the dialogue and everything, the story. And it's great. I love the use of, like, the geography, like, up and down. Yeah. You have inside, outside, mm-hmm. different parts of New York. You have the streets, ladders, yeah. apartments, parking garage. I mean, you have everything. Yeah. So, uh, at right when Doe, for, like, 10 or 15 seconds, has a gun on Mills, doesn't kill him, mm-hmm. tells us a bit about... Wh- his true role and like that he's being yeah. serious what he says at the end um and then but we can ass- like when you don't know the ending you may assume that um he spared him because uh somerset comes but yeah. it's not true he actually spares him because he has respect for the police yeah um but uh mills mills anger kicks in a little bit literally kicks in he kicks in the door um yeah which he's not supposed to do. It seems like he's got an anger issue. You know? A little bit of an anger problem. So to get not in trouble, he pays a homeless man or woman to tell a fake story. And she does. Smart, you know. Smart. Not very well. He has to guide her a little bit. Uh, smart, smart. Well, it's smart, yeah. Maybe not the most reliable person. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know what I'm going to do? What? I'm going to do something really bad to my teacher, like... One of my teachers, right? And then I'm gonna get my entire. I'm gonna pay my entire class to be like, you know, he didn't do this, you know. And then they'll they'll be like, oh my god, the teacher's crazy. We where should you, fire. Where her. are you gonna get that money from? I'll pay them each a buck. They'll do it. Oh. They'll they'll want to get the teacher fired. I'm sure. That's true. Um, when they go in, they find evidence or stuff from like the last couple uh, murders we saw. That's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Drugs, books, and then finally the diaries, mm-hmm. um, which took. $15,000 and two months to do. They are all written inside. Maybe not every single one, but... 15000 Yeah. $15,000 for that. For a diary. And we don't even see the inside of half of them. Why don't they just give them to me? That money to me. Um, well, John, that's pro- that money's probably somewhere else now. That money that went into those books? I wonder how much of those books are worth now. Like, yeah, well, they probably movie. sold them. Yeah. Or they're in some storage unit. Wasting away, um, but yeah, they they look around and then they get a phone call from John Doe saying he respects the police. You know he like spared him, but he has a change of plans. Remember that change of plans. Um, he quickly hangs up. What? Nothing. That? Yeah. For who? Because she's pregnant, you know. Oh well, he just cuts off the head. Yeah, I know, but still, you know, just like because the baby's gonna die, obviously. Yeah, but he doesn't do that. I know he doesn't. I'm just saying because the baby's dead. <laughs> but anyway. that's not what I'm referring to. Uh, Maybe, kind of, partly. You'll see. I love okay. the, I love this theory. By the way, the theory I'm gonna give later is not mine. 
but I saw this one. I'll just say because I don't think it's true that Somerset is the killer. And yeah. you Oh, that's it. No. Oh, okay, There's, but that is a theory. Yeah, it does. It makes no sense. I didn't look into it. I was like, this is probably gonna be stupid. So yeah. I was just like, I'm, I'm talk about that because I, yeah, that's one of the two theories I was like looking at. I'm like, yeah, no. Anyway, and then they also find the picture, so they learn that it was John Doe. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not Kevin Spacey, so I don't know if it actually was John Doe. I, it, it is. It is John. It's supposed to be John Doe, like an outfit. Kevin Spaceyception. I don't know, man. Uh, so then they go down, or so when they uh, they they uh, go to that. Let's just say Spencer's. Okay. They yeah. go to Spencer's. Uh, there's some very tight black uh, leather, whatever it is, squeaky suits. Uh, <laughs> You're making it worse for yourself, you know that? It's Spencer's. Um, and then they get the information they need to go to the club where... Wait, can we just talk about this? Jack, you did not need to give the, the explanation you just did there where you described what Well, was somebody there. may have only went to the first half of Spencer's and are like, they went to a clothes shop. You could have just let them believe that then. They didn't need to know this, Jack. Okay, so when they get down there, they find the fourth victim, Lust. So obviously Lust is a sexual desire. Mm-hmm. It's a sex worker. So um, makes enough sense. Yes. Uh, so when they get that they get that guy, um, when they have an interview about what happened, knife dildo. I'll leave it at that. Um, uh, so, and he, that guy's really good, by the way. Uh, he mm-hmm. is like petrified, he's like shaking. Yeah. Uh, he said that he like would like <laughs> before a scene. The small, even the small little things, like if you're a background actor or something like, or you're just in it for one scene, yeah. that can even change the movie completely. Yeah, because yeah, it makes, I mean, if it had been some like unmotivated dude, it would be so much different. Mm-hmm. Um, so then this leads Somerset and Mills to a bar where they finally open up to each other. This is where we really see the difference. So Mills pretty much believes that the world is inherently good. Uh, you know, he thinks that by solving this case, everything will turn out all right. This theory of life will be tested by the end. Yeah. I'm going to say this really quickly. I've looked out for the past, like, nine minutes. Every three minutes, I've looked out the window, and it went from, like, <laughs> dark, the sun was setting, like, but you could still see the street completely, to yeah. not being able to really see the street. To, and now it's, like, now pitch black. Now it's pitch black, yeah. So, yeah, um, that statement, sadly ironic, he says that, you know, the worst that happens is they find the killer. Like, what's going to... Well, they get the killer, all right. Um, and then Somerset thinks the opposite. He pretty much thinks the world is inherently bad. He thinks that even if they find him, it's not a happy ending because mm-hmm. the only thing they'll be happy is if they find the devil himself, he says. Uh, that is, that is a, like, you know, that's a very big debate among the world as well. Well, it's true because I think it's true because he pretty much just says stopping one criminal isn't going to stop crime. Mm-hmm. This guy is gonna kill seven people, which, I mean, I, I, I think is a lot. Even mm-hmm. serial killers who have killed many of, like, people, like seven confirmed. So, it is a lot of people to kill for one person, mm-hmm. but compared to how many deaths happened in Chicago a night, yeah, it's not much in New York City. Which is also, I'm gonna say this about Zodiac, they mentioned something similar to that, like, throughout this story as, like, time goes mm-hmm. on. They're, they're like, like, it doesn't matter. It He's, doesn't matter anymore. So many people already have died from other things at this point more than this man has killed so it's like which is another good point yeah no i i think i mean i kind of agree with somerset i think he i mean there's a balance between the two in terms Mm -hmm. of their thoughts but the point is they do differ greatly in what they believe 
uh, which leads, you know, him to kind of go off. Which, um, so I wonder if that's kind of what Somerset thought when he first joined the force, and then like later on, something happened to him too. Yeah. It's kind of similar. Yeah. Not, not kind of similar, but you know what I mean. Yeah. And then after this, I wonder if, um, Miles will be completely different and have it's like Mills. Mil- yeah, no, I was, I was, I was. This entire thing, I was like, is it Miles or Mills? I was like, I was hoping, I was like, okay, it's Miles probably, because Jack probably would have corrected me at this point, and I was like... Oh, I've been saying Mills this whole time. I know you have, and then... Ah, uh, never mind, let's just not talk about that. Okay. Do you remember, you remember you, you were saying? Yeah, no, I do. So I just think that Mills, after that point, is going to be have more of the ideology that Somerset had. Well, Mills is dead. What? Mills, Mills oh, is yeah, Pitt. Yeah. Brad Pitt. Yeah, 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 never mind, never mind. Alright, just keep going. My brain just shut off for a minute. I don't, I don't, I hope that 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 doesn't recontextualize the entire movie for you. Nah. Alright. Because I chose to use their names this time because, Mm -hmm. you know, it just makes sense here. Um, But yeah, I I said that I think Somerset probably used to think the way that Brad, or that Mills used to think, but uh, over his years of experience, learned what I called the hard truth. Um, and then, and then I said, but Mills' views will be challenged by the end of this movie. So, uh, we enter act number three, I think. Yeah. Okay. We act. We enter act number three with like that transition scene where we kind of get to see their lives and how they differ. Mills has his whole life in front of him. He goes into bed with his um, girlfriend, spouse. Are they married? I. No, no, they're not married. Yeah. They're girlfriend and boyfriend still. Um. But they probably would be had this mm-hmm. had they lived, um, or how had she lived. But yeah, so we see here he's happy. He has his whole life in front of him. And Somerset's alone. He has mm-hmm. a metronome. He can't go to sleep. He has to throw the knives. They completely differ. This brings us to the fifth murder, which is Pride. I really like this one. It's kind of like a saw trap. Yeah. So like, no, but not really at all. Um, but just I just like the uh, like how it works for this person mm-hmm. because. It's not like super sadistic. It's literally like she okay. So he cuts off her nose and then said, and she's like pretty, and says that either you just go on, you just leave, or you can take the pills in your hand and kill yourself. And so, she could not live with being ugly, mm-hmm. and that's pride. She so, pride. Something I realized the difference between this Zodiac and this movie is they're very they're very similar in a lot of ways, but the thing that I think is cool between the different the big difference that I noticed between the both of them is how this one is like a lot of events in a short period of time. Mm-hmm. This one is a lot of uh, zodiacs, a lot of events in a long period of time. Yeah. Then again, not really creative choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what. Happens. Yeah, it's just I just think it's yeah. cool that the kind of different. That's mm-hmm. the main difference. I well, noticed. yeah, because I mean, um, there's like you know there's movies where it all takes place concurrently like you mm-hmm. may skip an hour but you're never skipping more than that mm-hmm. but then there are movies that they have like those long time skips in between yeah. and stuff so i do like that um so then when we go back to the station uh uh this is where we get maybe my favorite scene in the movie it's when doe mm-hmm. john doe yeah fucks in I'm gonna. I don't care if we get copyrighted. I'm gonna play this scene, <laughs> right there. Okay. Probably just played. Um, it's so good. It yeah, is he, so good. Kevin Spacey did really good yeah. in this role. And that I did know here. Listen, I know Spacey is not a good dude. Yeah. 
but that does not change that he is an incredible actor. I don't like I don't want to praise him too much because it's walking a fine line, but like I don't want him to get any more roles, right? I'm he gonna, doesn't deserve it. Yeah, I'm gonna say this though. Always, uh, I always you know cha- like I separate the, the art from the artist from because everyone says and you should do that. You right? should because it would ruin Hollywood. People are horrible. Everyone's if you try to, if you think of everyone as what they believe, like if you disagree with their opinions, you're not going to enjoy anything because, mm-hmm. I mean, everyone is going to have different opinions. And and then even with like this, it's like you may not want to praise him for being a good dude, but you can't deny the fact he's an incredible actor. And this was one of many movies that mm-hmm. proves that. Um, and it is sad that he wasted his career because he could have done a million other be- incredible uh, roles. Um, so when being interrogated, we learn that there is nothing. He's pretty much off the grid. He's close to not even being a real person. Mm-hmm. Um, all he has is a bank account that was started a couple of years ago, um, and he starts, uh, you know, has most of his money in a box in, in his apartment, mm-hmm. which shows that he's been planning this. What I would think is his magnus opus, op- magnum opus, mm-hmm. <laughs> for a long time. Yeah, he definitely has. And the um, you know fact that he cuts off his fingers, mm-hmm. pr- finger uh, prints, all the time. I'm 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 planning my version of this right now as well for later. Oh yeah, I was I was thinking about that. We're watching Zodiac when they were like, "Has you has any one of your friends ever, you know, talked about that?" I was like, "If somebody is murdered with an ice pick, I'm gonna know 100 percent that that's John." And now they will too. No. There's millions Guys, of people. If, if I die with an ice pick, you know what happened. It's because it's you took the password away. <laughs> you took that away a long time ago, John. So then Mills and Somerset agree um, to take Doe out to the 6th and 7th victims. Um, and this is where they truly bond. Like This is, I think, where they become friends. When they're like getting ready, they even like crack jokes with each other. They're just like starting to agree on what they're going to do and stuff. I think that here they really finally become like friends. So on the way to the drive, we flush out Doe. And then I think, I think that Doe is probably one of, if not the best movie villain, even though he doesn't have, yeah, yeah. Unpopular opinion. He's better than Darth Vader and Hannibal Lecter. And any other one. Hannibal, like, listen, Hannibal Lecter was a good performance. He's the cannibal, right? What? He's the cannibal, right? Yeah, he's um, Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, cool. So, but it's just like, okay, because, like, yeah, Doe has, Doe has, like, his ideology makes sense to a certain (laughs) degree. Like, he's right. I mean, things that shouldn't be normalized are normalized. Another unpopular opinion. Being fat should not be normalized. Listen, I have some fat on me right now. I mean... John probably does too. Everyone has a little fat, but like when you get to that guy, the, the stage of that guy in this movie, oh, yeah. like, okay, listen, if you're fat and you're trying to lose weight, good for you. At least you're doing something. But the people that are like, they don't need to worry about what they look like. They're beautiful. No, no, you don't normalize that stuff. Also, it's funny hearing him talking about normalizing things when it's, you know, Kevin Spacey. <laughs> yeah, this is sadly <laughs> ironic. Um, but yeah, I, I do agree with a certain part. Obviously, murdering people to prove this, and then certain things like, like just so many people have like a sex drive. I don't think it's as bad as like people made it out to be back when the sex. sins, the sins were like because the sins come from Catholic, fifteen mm-hmm. hundreds era. So it's much worse to like have, want to do that. I wonder if there were horny. They're like oh my god, there were definitely some horny bastards back then. Yeah, but remember that they'd be washing with like river baths. 
so communal <laughs> river baths. I bet that wouldn't be nice for anyone. Um, but yeah, like and then the performance is so good, and then how he even questions Mills when he's like, "If you didn't have a consequence and we were in a room together, you'd kill me." It's like, yeah, he's right. I mean, he is right about a lot of things. How he goes about it is different. And that's what some of the best movie villains have in common. Motivation, and they're right to a certain extent. Well, I mean, Batman wouldn't have killed him. No, but if there if there was no, like, consequences. Batman wouldn't have killed him if there wasn't any oh. consequences. Yeah, but... It's Batman. Brad Pitt isn't Batman. He should, yeah. He should try to be Batman. Yeah. Um, so... After that, we go... And just the whole car ride is incredibly tense. Because mm-hmm. I had no clue... I knew that this was the movie where it's like, what's in the box scene? Mm-hmm. But I had no clue how that tied in. I don't know. I, I didn't know, so I was just what's like... What's in that box? Yeah. Uh... Um, so this is what I said. It was one of the best like final battles ever. So when they finally get to the field, they're, they're waiting around, and then the truck arrives. Doe is like, here it comes. And then... Uh, obviously, Pitt is just like, shut up, shut up. Here it comes. And then uh, Somerset opens the box, and I love this part when he's like, no, don't listen to him. And then Doe like explains what he's doing, and then uh, he you know reveals the truth. And then we learn Doe killed Tracy. Envy. He's envious of the normal life that you know these people have. Well, you don't cut your freaking uh, fingerprints off then. Maybe, yeah, maybe he shouldn't do that. And then when Mills learn this, learns this, he de- he's, tra- he's struggling. He really wants to do it, but he's really trying not to. He's, like, trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And then um, he just, like, he just shoots him. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, that's Wrath. Uh, so, uh, man. And then after, you know, a, little, a couple seconds of just looking at the aftermath, like, at the body, we cut to the end where Mills is being you know, towed away in a car, and then Somerset says the incredible line, Ernest Hemingway once wrote, the world is a fine place, and worth fighting for. I agree with the second part. That was my Morgan Freeman, by the way. Yeah, no, I could tell. It was, was you can use some work. You sounded a little bit like Sovereign there. <laughs> Never asked it. I was going to say something. Um, but yeah, that just shows, like, his ideology, because he kind of goes through a little arc, but I think that this is a case where a forced arc would have been bad because mm-hmm. really what this movie is about, Mills has to learn, not Somerset. Somerset knows the truth. Yeah. And all this does is a big punch in the face to reassure that he knows that. So by the end... He shouldn't have taken... The, he should have left. Yeah, probably. By the Well, I think that this was over seven days. So I think even had he left the case, he'd be there for them. But I guess he wouldn't be involved with Mills. Anyway, by the end, Mills proves himself wrong. He thought that by catching Doe, he won in that moment, but came at the cost that he would have never obviously predicted. He loses his humanity. He says that he wouldn't want to ever shoot someone. I mean, he literally it changes him right there and then. Um, he loses his future would there. Would you do the same? No, probably not. Really? For what he said, for what Doe said. There, there's consequences. Heat in the moment, though. In Adrenaline's the... rushing. You just found out he killed someone you love and, and a baby. baby. You're well, gonna kill that person. No way. No. You don't. Yeah. You, well, you don't know that though. Most likely, you would. You know what? When when you have a wife and she's pregnant, Can't, I'm gonna... I talk about killing people for no reason. I'll kill her 
and then we'll see how you truly act. Yeah, I talk about killing people for no reason, so of course I'm gonna kill okay, you. Okay, well kill. you, but but would you? But would you? You're not gonna actually kill somebody. I hope not. John. Yeah. All right. Anyways. <laughs> but yeah. And then uh, Somerset is done. He was proved right, and nothing can really truly be good. Uh, and I think that Doe won. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, yeah, he definitely did. He proved his point. He proved that you know he he got his point across and. But maybe he was wrong at the same time, because sometimes what you, sometimes you know, killing people is worth the consequence. Like if I found if I found someone ki- raping my daughter, I'd kill them. That's true. But, and uh, I don't know. I mean, I just think I think I think that Doe won personally. I mean, Somerset's ideals were proved. You know, he obviously won. But I'm, yeah. just, I'm just saying. You know, you can maybe see a little. Uh, there's. Iffy, iffy, in certain spots. Now we're going to talk about the first. We're going to go to some fun facts. Okay. Fun fact number one. This is a super fun one. Brad Pitt shattered his arm during the chase sequence. You said shattered. I was going <laughs> to... You were going to say he shattered himself. <laughs> Maybe he did. Uh, this required surgery, and it was written in then that, you know, that's why he actually has to wear that, like, thing. Uh, let's see. I pretty much mentioned... Oh, David Fincher said his goal was to make this a black and white film in color. You see that a lot in like the contrast and mm-hmm. stuff. I could see it. I could definitely see it. But I've seen more films that seem like they could, they're black and white. Yeah. Than so, um, at one hour, fifty three minutes and fifty three seconds in the final battle, Tracy flashes on screen. I think it's so quick that you literally like, what like you can't mm-hmm. really see it unless you pause. I'm pretty sure that's what. That's I can't even remember if I saw it. I didn't. Um. So to make it a surprise that Spacey is Doe, he didn't get top billing because with top billing he had to be in the opening credits and they didn't want mm-hmm. him in the opening credits. Um, Freeman actually preferred the ending, where uh, preferred a ending where Somerset shot Doe. Um, I forget exactly how it went, but he thought that uh, he thought that that was just like a better ending. But Pitt and Fincher both agreed that the ending where. I like both of them, honestly. But I think no, I because I don't think that fits with the characters. I because don't know. because Mills's Mills ideal isn't challenged or anything, which is that's the whole point of that scene is a challenge but, his ideal. But at the same time, he's taken on this role of kind of being a mentor to Mills at this point, and I think personally he'd be like, I don't want him to lose his humanity over this. I'm gonna do this so that he can. So he yeah. can keep thinking that this world is a good place and yeah. it's worth fighting for. Then again, in this ending, I'm pretty sure it all happens the same, other than Summer or Somerset takes out his gun. But yeah, no, that's, that's what I'm saying. I, I, I can see both. I like both of the. I, but he drops his gun in the movie, so like mm-hmm. that would mean that Pitt would have to make the decision to hand over the gun, and that just makes that makes no sense emotionally, thematically, or in terms of. Their ideologies and arcs. I don't think it would have been a good ending at all. I could see, I could see both reasons why people would think like one over the other. All right. So the first we're gonna get into two theories. One, the stupid one. Somerset is like the mastermind. It's all circumstantial. It is even some of the circumstantial evidence is debunked. I I don't feel like listening to all of it because this is long enough. But that's a theory. I don't think it's true. But no, here's he the is. good one. He, he is. He is. He's the mastermind. Shut up. Next up, this one's even better. So, originally, John Doe had a different plan. All right, let's get into this. So, the theory states that Doe originally was going to kill Somerset. Um, 
right after retirement. Okay. To prove the uh, like an envy, so he's envy, and then don't know really where wrath comes in, but there's probably something there. Like maybe someone else kills him instead. Uh, so, but this changes when the chase happens. So we or so we know he's a photographer, right? That means he overheard the conversation where Somerset says Mills acts on emotion. Then when they break into his apartment, which he actually is the one thing he did not plan, he calls them, there can't be too much. And also up to this po point, Doe doesn't know where, how, like how would he know where Tracy lives or how would he know Mills is important? So why would he choose Mills before he learns that he acts on emotion? He needs somebody that will kill him to prove his point. So he makes the decision to change to Mill and after the phone call, what he's doing is following them. So this is the only pr really proof of this is um, when he like knows where they are, like mm -hmm. he, that grand entrance is so perfectly timed that they're in that and everyone's around. So he has to have been following them there. But people think that he was then in the diner. That's why he knew that Tracy would be pregnant. Mm -hmm. He also was following them home. So he's following that entire time. I'm gonna say one thing about this theory. I don't think John Doe originally would have killed Somerset. I think he would have just done something where he, where all that would have been done, it just didn't involve Somerset. Because I just, to me, that just doesn't make much sense. Because the wrath doesn't come into play. I don't think in that situation. Well, the envy makes that have the, the, the envy, envy makes sense. But wrath, where does that, where is that gonna come in? It's not. Well, he could just think that like another person would. But Somerset, kill him. the point of Somerset's character is he doesn't have anyone. Yeah, 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 that's true, but how he doesn't necessarily know that. Yeah, I, I just think that he personally planned on just... I, I, I well, really do like the theory. I think, I just well, think I think the, the, theory, the theory is pretty much stemming from the fact that he picked who the next target was based on whoever showed up to the first murder that he planned on them showing up to. Because he made the decision that the druggie was not going to be the first. He made the decision the fat guy was going to be the first. Mm -hmm. He had that all planned out, so I think his idea was, whoever shows up there, that's the that's the person he's choosing. He and then maybe he overhears the retirement. That's the. I mean, obviously, since we don't know if this is true or not, there's no like way to exactly tell. But the yeah, the base of the theory is, you know, he uh, he he was gonna kill Somerset out of envy for the retirement, and then I don't know where again. I, yeah, it is true that there's no like. Any, there's no like clear direction where the wrath mm -hmm. would come in. I mean, you could obviously just think that then Mills would kill him in his original scenario. Um, but yeah. But if he's been playing this for a year, Mills isn't there yet. So. Yeah, that, that, I guess that's true. But he could have just planned for that situation. The person didn't matter. Um, so yeah, no, I think that I think that this theory is like a perfect fan theory because one cool backstory that's like really cool to think about and it makes things that kind of don't make sense make sense like what what's the plan change and what was the significance of the um, photos because he didn't have them try to break in like where was he gonna put like it doesn't make sense until you think about it this way also doesn't harm the story all mm -hmm. it does is enhance it i think it's one i think it's an incredible theory i just think and i believe it i i think i really like the theory i just think the one thing that 
I would change is that he it wasn't Somerset. It was just some. It would be some random people. I feel like. I guess, but yeah, the point. I think the point is to get people into that situation. His goal was always to probably get captured by the police, but Mills was just a godsend. He was the exact situation he needed. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. So now we're gonna get into my final thoughts. Uh, so I love the color. I love like the mm-hmm. cool and the warm tones because uh, warm is like orange and yellow. That usually represents like happiness, the future. You'll you'll see in a lot of shows where it's like, you know, someone's in an apartment and they're with their like spouse or fiance and they're talking about the future. It's always warm. It's always mm-hmm. always 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 gonna be a warm tone unless there's an underlying fear about it. But uh, so he uses this in the final battle because and. If you, because if you watch movies, that is gonna be in your mind. You know the future with um, Mills and uh, Tracy. So that's in your mind. So it even hurts more when it happens. Mm-hmm. And then cool, pretty obvious is like cold. So it's like those blue tones. So it's like cold, distant. The city is always in a cool mm-hmm. tone. Just enhances that. Um, seven also appears a couple times. Seven days till retirement. Seven sins. Seven uh, Mills gets a call about seven children that died. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I love Mills and Somerset's dynamic. I think they're incredible performances, and I also really think Mills is funny. I think the city is perfect here. It's not over the top, but it still feels like scary, rundown, and dirty. Like I said, I can smell it, um, and it has a lot to say. You know about like I hate to use the verb, but like modern society. You know it has it has themes about like love costs and like being lonely it has just like a lot of commentary on how the world kind of works and just also really great cinematography oh yeah you have any thoughts pretty much that i just want to add one thing i thought that was that you didn't say that i really like were the trends were the transitions in this movie mm-hmm. i think those were really, really creative well. yeah. yeah um so we'll give our enjoyment i'll give my enjoyment first a plus mine's a plus and then i'll do my percentage i'm gonna give this 98 98 See, I gave it a 97. You know what? I'll bump it up to a 98. Yeah. Because there's like a couple things that I, I noticed, but they're so undetrimental to the story mm-hmm. that all I can do is knock off a couple points because yeah. of it. And um, that is seven. All right. So now next movie is Zodiac. Zodiac was made in 2007. It has a runtime of two hours and 42 minutes. It's an 89% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's based on the Zodiac Killer and his victims. Follows I actually think that 7 also has an 89 somehow. What? I think 7 has an 89. An 89? Oh. I feel like that's a little bit too low. low. Yeah, that's too low. Uh, compared to other things that Rotten Tomatoes gives 100. Yeah. Um, and then... Kai. So, <laughs> it follows reporters and investigators through, through this time. Directed by David Fincher. Stars Jake Gyllenhaal, Mark Ruffalo, Robert Downey Jr. You just named all the Marvel people. <laughs> Yeah, well, those are the, those like, are, the main yeah, three the main that they focus. Yeah. Um, okay, so we open up as a car watches civilians on July 4th, 1969. And when I first watched this, I thought it was going to be the Zodiac Killer, but we find out it's just a lady picking up a guy. Uh, they they head, to lo- they head to Lover's Lane. Uh, they're obviously flirting. A red uh, Mustang pulls up and stops and then leaves. And then, Wait, it's red? I thought it was black. I th- I'm pretty sure it's red. Keep you- talking. Okay. Uh, Red Mustang pulls up and then I think her name is Darlene or something like that is married but uh, no 
but knows the car doesn't belong to her husband, so she knows who the person in the car is. The Mustang comes back and kills both of the teens. Cop pulls up to the scene of the murder, and I thought this was really cool. I like how they pull up to, as they pulling up to the scene of the murder. They had the phone calls go on every time. I, I liked how they did. I like how they do that as well. They had the phone call. They had the him admitting where, oh, yeah. as the cop mm-hmm. pulls up. Um, so, yeah, he admits to the killing, and then from a year ago, four weeks later, reporter drops off uh, his kid. He's divorced. That's Jake Gyllenhaal's character, whose name is Robert. Yeah, I think yeah, right. Robert. It's Robert. Because I know I mentioned it later, but not there. Because at, at at that point, we didn't learn his name. But yeah. um, everyone in the con- conference room, editor gets a letter from the Zodiac killer, gives facts that the public doesn't know, uh, like doesn't know about the murders yet, because it's not a public information. Which is something when I noticed that a lot of these killers do, like when when these unsolved cases and stuff specifically, like. If they if they want to mess with the police and send them letters, they they put things that aren't known to the public in yeah. these letters. Yeah. Well, because um, you probably have this down, but yeah, like later in the Zodiac's career, he stops. They stop. He stops putting like details that only he would know. Mm-hmm. And he even and then in this movie that he starts giving them after it comes out in the news. So there's I mean there's two options: a he didn't do them, or b it's some other person just writing yeah. it as the Zodiac. It, well, I personally think could have also... Uh, I think there's two things. It's the same person. He either just got lazy or uh, it this, the main Zodiac killer killed five people and then all the other ones are a copycat. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you put this, but Fincher made it sure to only include the confirmed Zodiac kills mm-hmm. other than some so that the movie itself yeah. has that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, and I don't think I put that, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so then he says if... He says if they don't publish this, he threatens to go on a murder rampage. The letters are conf- are confirmed. Robert thinks he won't give his name, you know, like. And then at home, Robert tries to crack the cipher where he puts it up there. Twelve hours later, major major intelligence and investigation agencies are trying to solve it. Uh, Robert Robert is right. Paul shows him cra- the crack cipher. He doesn't have the name in it. Robert is trying to figure out the leftover little. Uh, words i almost said numbers yeah and um, he like he like figures out the name or he figures out a name or something i don't think he figured i don't remember if he fi- figures out a name from that i don't, I don't know but he like writes something yeah, yeah. he figures something yeah out. oh i can't remember it, was what it, was. Like, it wasn't that like too important but i know well yeah I, maybe it was just like a shitty ad but i know that there was robert on it mm-hmm. it may have been his name robert graysmith but i thought it started with i thought the last name that he had written down started with an e mm-hmm. whatever editing jack will fact check that Oh wait, he does list a name. It's no, but th- I think he lists. Never mind. Okay, wait. We'll get to. We'll get to. Editing that. Jack with Patrick. Yeah. Uh, and then leftover. Yeah, leftover letters. Uh, and then one, one and one and a half month later, at at a lake, two lovers are confronted by the Zodiac. They plead with him. He makes them think that they are that they're just gonna get robbed, and then he ends up just killing both of them. Kind of scumbag move to do. Not gonna lie. Yeah, he really just played with them for a bit. I know. Um, but imagine being in that situation. How scared would you be? Especially when you think like, okay, I'm just getting robbed here. Like I, I gotta assure my, like my, well, maybe with like, uh, you know, like a girlfriend or wife, I would be a bit more like, you know, uptight and try to make sure everything's calm. But I know that if I was alone, I def, I can't, I can tell you for a fact, I wouldn't be like, do it. But I mean, like, I don't know. I don't really care if I die, whatever. Something, if I die, if I die to an iconic killer, hey. 
something I, I just thought about right now as, as I was thinking about this is I think that the Zodiac Killer, personally, he's he's obviously a very smart person. Mm-hmm. Well, somewhat. Somewhat. And In the um, beginning. Mm-hmm. It's, but his basic ciphers as well. So well, he's, he's, he's somewhat knowledgeable. And I think he would tell them that he's robbing them on purpose so that they're not like all like hopeless and stuff and just try to lunge at him so yeah. that they're like okay i have a chance out of this yeah because honestly if, if i wasn't getting robbed I would, if i was getting robbed i'd give them my money yeah but if i wasn't i would just lunge at them because mm-hmm. i'm like okay this is my only it's, chance yeah, it's life here. or death because yeah. you die if you don't and if you do you have a chance so. yeah exactly um and i i so i for i thought that they never cracked the cipher but in real life but they did but they mm-hmm. didn't crack all of it like in the movie so i i i truly think after all this time and then being public it's not possible to crack that last part i was thinking about this i'm gonna learn the cipher code and i'm gonna crack i'm gonna crack this case jack you can try it open you can try forever i literally I, I think that this person was smart enough to put stuff to lead them up well also track. this this movie perfectly shows what an obsession with this case can do to you well yeah does it to multiple people mm-hmm uh, so then the car is found, another number cipher, Zodiac calls cops to say he did it. Um, Robert realizes it's simple, yeah, it's similar to the most dangerous game, which I remember that. Uh, yeah, movie. and it's not horrible, yeah. but because it, it was like a short thing in our book. So. Mm-hmm. Um, we follow Cabby Driver as the radio host, hears from viewers the thoughts on the Zodiac. The Zodiac kills the cab driver. Um, we meet David and his wife, he's a detective. And him and his partner show up to the scene of the crime. They get the, they get a description and look at the body, find a bullet casing. They run through what they think could have happened in the scenario. Um, another letter another letter arrives with piece uh, with a piece of clothes with a piece of clothing. Detectives show up, uh, go over go over the letter. They got a well, with the clothes. It's he gives the like same piece of cloth to like a mm-hmm. hundred times. Yeah, I wonder how many like how many pieces yeah. he took from it. Yeah, I know, I know. I I was wondering that. I was like, I wonder if that's what actually happened in the real case. Mm-hmm. There there well, are some FBI files on it, but there's not uh, too many. I know that in the real case, I just saw something about like, uh, the uh, the handwriting person didn't actually like touch it and like dilute the sample. Uh, so I do think that they at least got one piece of cloth. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so they go over the letter, got a partial print and then they talk about the school buses being filled with kids and then robert has is panicking for his kid's safety mm-hmm. obviously yeah i would be i wouldn't send out. my kid on a bus i wouldn't send my kid to school because if, if oh. they're if they're coming home on the bus too that's true because robert works there and he probably works kind of somewhat late nights i don't think he would get off early yeah. so it's like well who knows how long a, a cartoonist works he does yeah. one a day well he also seems to get really obsessive with certain things and likes to stay there that's true he likes to loom over other but he's also not a boy scout or he, he, he is, is a boy scout yeah um detective david is with a man who and uh analyzes the handwriting they realize the they release the school bus the school bus threat the police are is the police are absolutely swamped and clu- completely clueless right now they don't know what's happening mm-hmm. Um, everything is is focused at like a lot of the news, the all of everyone in this town. Since not something like something like this in a small town, never happened before. Everyone is focused on this. The police yeah. feel so much pressure just to get this solved. I do think it was a dumb decision, by in real life and obviously in the movie to re- to give them that. Like, all right, listen, 
be honest here. I I pref I I'm a, I'm a, I like capitalism. I mean, obviously, I like I like what the U.S. has now. You know, social or capitalism or whatever. Um, I don't. I'm I'm not a socialist, so I'll say that. Um, mm-hmm. but that is like a problem with capitalism because since they would benefit financially from it, they chose it. Mm-hmm. They chose that route. You know, had it been run by a government, it they, that probably wouldn't have happened. Yeah. Then again, the government still find probably financially benefits from yeah. the FBI. Actually, if you didn't know this, never opened a case into this because it, it fell under like the district. Yeah. Their, 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 it was their thing. They aided in the cases, but they didn't they didn't have their own investigation open. Yeah, they couldn't. Yeah. It didn't fall under, fall under their jurisdiction. Um, Dumb detect- as hell. Yeah. Detectives <laughs> and reporters uh, realize that he's he's. This is where he starts to break the pattern. Uh, where he kills the guy, he kills a guy. Yeah. Um, and then someone claiming to be the Zodiac wants to go on live. Someone claiming to be the Zodiac calls in and says his name is Sam. This this is where his the first like kind of clues talks about his headaches and then go. I don't know why, but this just kept on reminding me of the Joker thing. Yeah. Kind of, oh yeah, yeah. Like the, that Murray, Murray. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Murray. Um. Well, we do know that him though pretty much because like. Mm-hmm. There's other times where he has like the same heavy breathing. Well, yeah, but at the same at the same time, the only thing the problem with this is people said a lot of people said it was too high. He, he the the person on this was too high pitched to be him. Yeah, but they don't we also know that he probably wore a disguise? So like, it's not that hard to change your voice, mm-hmm. especially for what was this? I'm thirty five ish second phone call, mm-hmm. especially in real life. It was like fifteen seconds. Yeah. He says one thing and then he hung up. Mm-hmm. Uh, they go to meet him somewhere. It's uh, it's told it's not him. Like that's where they're like, oh, it wasn't him. Uh, they they get more letters and he's mocking the cops and the Zodiac is is building apparently a bomb and then there's another cipher. Robert and Paul. Go that's to why. Go that's him. why we can't have water in the airports. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not uh, and then this is where I put Zodiac isn't the smartest man when it comes to ciphers. No, put some pretty basic ones. Yeah, he like took one book from the library. Was like, yep, I'm going mm-hmm. with it. Mm-hmm. Which he was. This person was never, ever considered as a suspect for the case. But Robert is obviously a real person. Mm-hmm. I was wondering at this point, what if the Zodiac was actually Robert this entire time? Yeah, because he, he doesn't have he doesn't have full custody of his kid, so he he can do it when his kid is gone as well. But then again, he ruined his life for a little bit because mm-hmm. of it, and got in some situation. The only thing I could think is if Robert was like schizophrenic yeah and so like when he's with that guy in the with the basement he like actually didn't know who the zodiac was but then again i'm assuming somebody would have said something in real life Mm -hmm. had robert been had some sort of mental issue but that's also something like the murders kind of stop after he meets that girl and she kind of moves in with him yeah but still like but then we learn about Mm -hmm. what why that why yeah, who I think actually was. Yeah, we'll get, we'll get into some some, some sus- suspects later. At least in this movie, they mm-hmm. do explain. Mm-hmm. It, that's that was his favorite. That was the per- actual person's favorite suspect. So that's why it kind of leans towards him. Yeah. Um. So then they realize there's not there's not much basements in California because he says the line uh, I'm in the basement for future. Yeah. Uh, a letter arrived to the news host. Woman is um, honked at to pull over on the man. Uh, pull over on the road man offers to fix her car she has a baby in there the guy the guy broke the wheel on purpose and mm-hmm. offers to give her a lift and they, he passes 
a service station. Imagine how scary that is. Oh my gosh. Well, it is. I do think it's kind of cool because I mean, obviously, no one like really knows, but um, like how he is hesitant when he's like, "I didn't know you had a baby." Like mm-hmm. part of part of him is like has some boundaries, and she's let go. The only thing I could assume is he does like say, "Put the baby down." Mm-hmm. Well, he said he's gonna throw it out the window. Yeah. Well, he did say that, but he didn't. So how? Like it never explains how she got from having a baby in her hands in the car with the dude for, with the then how she hit the baby and got away oh it's because she jumped out with the baby yeah she just jumped out of the car and hid and oh. went into the cornfield that's pretty oh. much what happened um so they they pass the, the he's being very ominous and then she starts to get she starts to get away with the uh oh she's uh, like he's being ominous he gives some clues uh, the Zodiac is taking praise for murders he didn't commit. And he got the logo... What we assume is he got the logo from a name and uh, a logo from a watch. Um, and then, at this point, it's been a year since the cab murder, which like went super fast yeah. at this point. Yeah, there's a time. couple like year time jumps. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah. um, Paul gets a threat from the Zodiac, and then he asks for a gun. And Robert Downey Jr., doesn't got doesn't have to do a great name, but his arms did no. look pretty. His 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 forearms there did look pretty good. Yeah, because he had to do that. Yeah, Iron Man. He also did. He does a lot of training with like martial arts and stuff. I know. That. Yeah, yeah, and he's but he's definitely not the most ripped MCU yeah. star. Rip rip doesn't always matter though, you know. I mean, yeah, he doesn't have to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm I'm talking also about the, the the fact that he does martial arts is what I mean as well. Um. So, uh, Robert is has a date, absolutely butchers it, but somehow the girl <laughs> is still interested. Yeah, my man just like is like completely out of it. I mm-hmm. and I guess he committed because if I was in that situation and then someone's like, you know, your friend probably just gonna die right now. I'd be like, no, fuck you, I'm going now. Yeah, well, I mean, also the fact that he's like just he doesn't he doesn't seem to pick up on social ski- uh, social yeah. cues whatsoever but it's only when he starts getting involved like super involved in the mm-hmm. case that... yeah okay. so then paul went uh behind the police backs to give uh the news about the zodiac um they meet the police have similar letters to zodiac they don't think it's the zodiac um because they have a guy who fits the description so he kind of so paul kind of ruined it for them as well um, Paul actually went on to write books as well. I don't Did he go crazy? Yeah, I don't remember if it was specifically about the Zodiac, but I know I read there was one called like Two Sh- Two Shot Something. I don't know. He just um, he wrote some books. I don't know if they were specifically about the Zodiac. Um, so they're getting a lot of false leads. This is where a bunch of people come in not knowing what the murder actually did and stuff. Um, what the murder actually did. Then this is they have a huge lead on an ex school teacher who touched kids. Um, <laughs> Great way to phrase it. Yeah, he was a molester. Mm-hmm. Perv. That's why he got fired. Yeah. Not, uh, there's not enough evidence. He got fired before for touching kids. And um, this is the guy that's like, at least this movie paints him out to be. In, I mean, I'm, does be this ma- movie not pretty much say he is? I mean, it pretty much says he is. It, yeah. It, I'm. I can't remember for sure, but I heard a. I'm pretty sure it was a rumor that. I, at the point of his death they were kind of they were kind of closing in on him and i i assume that the police were also just going to pin it on him yeah well he dies at the heart of it yeah yeah um okay 
So uh, Alan is am- ambidextrous. Uh, they interview him. There's many shifts of tone in this interview specifically. Mm-hmm. Like he goes from more like wanting to help to like yeah yeah. He starts like he starts like this, and he's like, "I'll help. I'll do whatever you want." And yeah. He's like, "Oh," but then by the end of the interview, he's literally like this. And well, he's like, he also he also does this because he seems yeah. like he's he's like trying to pay attention to exactly what they yeah. say and like be more in control at that point. He's, he slows his talk probably mm-hmm. because he has he's making sure he thinks about everything that he says. He's because I mean, he's in a tough situation because if he slips up and lies if he is the true zodiac yeah if he slips up and lies then they that's enough probably to get him arrested especially because the judicial system probably wants to get the zodiac caught by now oh yeah definitely so it's even more reason that one lie would be like mm-hmm. you lied about this all right send him uh i said he's i said that he seems he seems pretty smart with how he words things and stuff and he's he but he's very suspicious at the exact same time. oh yeah i mean if I like I like I I felt in that scene just like those people thought I'm like this is him. I would have thought it too. Yeah, the Zodiac watch, which they do say is like a very like uh, not well known watch. Mm-hmm. So it's like weird that first off all this evidence, good chunk being circumstantial, but still a lot of evidence. Well, I mean, there's also the fact that he's told he, people he's gonna keep going yeah. to killing spree. The limping, it all that, and then the. The bloody knives as well, mm-hmm. um, and like he's like, it it was chicken. It's like he you brought live it out in California. Too. Yeah, and he brought it out of nowhere completely. I could see somebody in any rural state, but the only thing is he said mentioned knives in the first kill. It was around the time of the first killing, and the first killing wasn't knives. Yeah, you're right. But there, well, there is a suspected. I don't know if this is canon in this movie. I'd assume that everything that happens in real life is canon. It just they chose what to show and what not mm-hmm. to. But in real life, he did kill the Zodiac. Oh, they do mention. It, I forgot. Yeah, they they think that there's like a first murder that. Yeah. Because for the longest time they thought that it was the two mm-hmm. teenagers at in Fourth of July. Turns out though, most likely he got a little taste of it with like us like one single girl, a couple mm-hmm. months before that. Yeah. Um. So a lot of twists and turns. He's oh, and by the way, there could be murders that they didn't link to him. Yeah, yeah. There's, because there's, there's estimated around twelve, but they can't actually link them to the Zodiac. In L.A., even back then, I mean, yeah, people, murders are all over the place. Mm-hmm. So it's easy enough for a couple to get looked over. Mm-hmm. This is when serial killers also were just becoming a mm-hmm. big thing. Yeah, like the eighties and sixties, seventies, and eighties, especially seventies and eighties. There's like a weird amount of serial killers in LA and just in general, but like uh, Night Stalker and like, it is really, mm-hmm. really strange. I think it's because like, that's the time where it borders between the technology wasn't good enough to catch them, yeah. but it was good enough for them to like get out, do anything. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why. Um, this this takes place between 68 to like 73, yeah. I think is at the end of this yeah. movie. Because forensics wasn't a thing till the 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot of twists and turns. He's not, he's not, so this is like after we find out later on, they're like, they want to get the, they want to get the, um, the warrant. They can't, he, they find out he's not the guy cause the thing doesn't match up even yeah. though he, they get both sets of hands. Yeah. Um, then what did I put this? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I always got the names confused when I was writing this. I kept getting Paul 
and um, Mark Ruffalo's character yeah. confused for some reason. See, if I were you, I would just wrote down the actors because I knew pretty yeah. much every actor's name. Yeah, I probably should have. Okay, so Paul Quitz, which is Robert Downey Jr. And replaced them later. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robert is married now, so it's another big time jump. Mm-hmm. Um, David's part- Oh, you know who this is too? No. The wife? Eric and Psycho. Assistant. Oh, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I didn't even. Now that you mentioned that, I, I, yeah. I knew I recognized her face. So I looked her up. Yeah. So we just uh, covered American Psycho last week. So if you want to go back up already, go, go check that out. Yeah. Nice, 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 nice. But that's the only time she's in nothing else notable. So yeah. we get to see her two weeks in a row, never again. <laughs> uh, David part. David's partner quits, which is uh, Mark Ruffalo's character. Uh, Robert visits Paul. He's not doing too well. He's pretty much addicted to drinking and stuff. alcohol and he's probably on drugs yeah i was assuming he probably was too uh and this is where he says he mentions the zodiac like he just pretty much wrote a couple letters disappeared so yeah. this is at the point where the, the murders have stopped at this point and it's very interesting in this movie how they do it the murders stop right after they interview the guy because this this movie seems to yeah. set it up like they think it's him yeah because that's it's based yeah. off of um they it's, like they get on to him, so he stops. It's based off the book that I'm pretty sure Robert wrote, mm-hmm. so um, that's why his 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 theory is that it was obviously him. So yeah. that's why they they have it thinking it's him. And I think Robert's a good source because I can't think of any bias he would have. Like I could see cops having bias he, yeah. in certain ways, he but gets until towards the end a little bit, which is maybe. how he was in real life too. Yeah, but he was like so addicted towards the end. You think that's the best? I think I thought that would be the best. I time. looked it up and I don't know if she died, but I'm pretty sure him and his uh, wife that he's married to, as of right now in the movie, got divorced oh. in '75. Because in this, they like just take a break. Yeah, so we don't see anything that happens with that though. So yeah, they get divorced in '75. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because because there isn't anything at least I can think of where the movie deviates from real life. So I mm-hmm. guess if you want to think of this as canon or not canon. Um, everything that happened in real life is canon in this movie. Mm-hmm. I could, but I could totally see me personally, uh, uh being in Robert's exact position, being well, completely I'm, obsessed with this. I feel like that's just something I would do. Yeah, this guy's ex- obsessed with like murder stuff. I think mm-hmm. it's interesting, but some some stuff is out too out there for me. Okay. Um. Okay. So then, Zodiac has disappeared at this point. Robert and David get uh, lunch to talk about. Zodiac ciphers from a library were how they were stolen, and because they didn't want a record of them being checked out, Robert more li- more library stuff like in seven. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Robert was sent to other departments to get access to some case files. Robert gets a lead, talks to date. He talks with David, gets a uh, a connection through the families. I can't remember who he thinks it is at this point, but he this is where he like changes between like three different people that he mm-hmm. thinks it is. It, um, it, I think it may be another like Robert, right, or something like that. Here, wait. Let me go to my list of suspects. So because yeah, he's matting me. I think it's like something like that. Might have been. Okay, so there's Lawrence Kane. No. There's Ross Sullivan. No. Uh, there's no. Arthur Lee Allen. And then, uh. Oh, I think it's this one. No, no, this one comes up later. Richard Marshall. Yeah, yeah, that is him. Really? Because I'm pretty sure. Wait, well, I don't know if that this, but that, he, it's Richard Marshall for most of, like, it's Richard Marshall for the last hour until he 
gets back I, on I think the there's call. one for a split second, mm-hmm. and then he goes to Richard Marshall. I think, like, here, because oh. this is where, uh, I think, maybe it's Richard Marshall, because I, I think he, now he, this is where he realizes it's Richard Marshall. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it is. All right. Um, and then I put, Robert makes connection through the housekeeper. It was the Zodiac's birthday. And then, um, Robert's wife isn't too pleased. She's worried about the Zodiac. No, yeah, I think this is Robert Marshall at this yeah, time. Yeah, no, when he's Because when he's most obsessed, it's Robert Marshall, and he's just trying to go to different places to get a way to prove it mm-hmm. in court. Um, and then Robert's wife isn't pleased. She's worried, worried about the Zodiac. He gets uh, ran, another random lead. Robert gets told by a fingerprint expert that he's never uh, cleared Rick... Um, Rick Marshall, Marshall, yeah, I put, I put Marshall. Yeah, so it is. It's Rich, it's Richard, Richard Marshall right now, yeah. but they called him Rick throughout the movie in different parts. Uh, See that? Because that's why I was thinking. Like I thought it was like shorter. Mm-hmm. And then Robert, he Robert gets caught from the Zodiac again. And then uh, it's some of the it's some of the other detectives' favorite suspect is Robert Marshall, the the one. If you ever watched Gotham, he's Harvey Dent from Gotham, that actor. Um, Robert finds out who his caller is, is going, like, this is where he gets the random call and gets a lead, and he's, uh, and he's going to get him some fingerprints and stuff, mm-hmm. and then the fingerprint analysis expert says he, it's the closest he's ever seen, but it doesn't, but the K doesn't match. Yeah. But also, I want to say something about the fingerprint expert. Um, he, throughout this entire story, has been, like, not... Or you mean the handwriting expert? Yeah, the handwriting expert. He, um, has not been, like completely no one knows completely for sure i'm pretty first sure off i think he probably and hand he may be biased a little bit but also i think he's i don't think he's good mm-hmm. he's, he's not a good source even through even uh even after the case people said he's not he was not yeah. a good source for this case uh yeah he's like a, just a bit crazy and also i mean i think this in the movie they mentioned this just so you don't think this way but i thought this way anyway you can change your handwriting Mm. my handwriting has changed so many times like different way i do my mm. letters if someone if i get called in to go to the cops one day i'm gonna write as messy as i can i'm not gonna yeah it seems like really easy to fake like okay i could give you an example like okay if i because if i try to write i can write really good but like if you looked at my notebook that i take notes for the movies on it looks like shite it looks like i'm a mm-hmm. second grader so mm-hmm. i'll just write like that um so then uh, David gets a call from a, from the Chronicle about a new Zodiac letter. This is uh, the threat, I think. And then Robert Robert asks David for more help. David refuses him completely. Uh, Robert's kids are getting more involved, which I'm sure the wife didn't like. Um, Robert is having a hard time with his marriage. Robert meets with Bob uh, Vaughn. Zodiac symbol appears on all the tapes. Richard uh, Richard took back the zodiac took back the film like the one last film that he was supposed to never look at in 1972 um bob has a basement which seems like he is a potential suspect he was never really looked into after this moment but that's one of the oh my that scene is so mm-hmm. tense see to me i was like after this I, and that I, guy didn't make it any better for himself in the movie he mm-hmm. makes himself look like he's i was like he's going crazy at this point um robert is but like same time they never they never he was never a suspect in this case whatsoever so it could have been him but yeah I, but i don't, I think, don't so. think it was yeah i don't think so either. because why would he be so honest he's like i did that and also he could have killed him so many times so right the here one thing a- that's weird is the like 
because it, it's never explained. Um, and I really like David Fincher, but he he does this a couple of times, especially in this movie. Things happen that just yeah. never come back up. And this is one when like the he's like the footstep. He's like, "Do you live with anyone else?" I can't tell if that's literally just to add tension, or that's for a reason, or well, I miss something. I think with a lot of things in this case in particular, there were probably a lot of leads and stuff that nothing came about. So it's probably yeah. that as well. Yeah, but like because if because it, it's totally possible that the zodiac you may have this was multiple people mm-hmm. that's why i said i said he could have done the first five mur- murders and then become a copycat after that but i know but i even mean like during the when we know it's actually the zodiac person mm-hmm. i'm i mean it is totally possible so like you know then because it's easy to clear you know if you're if you're a suspect and you have your partner you you have the partner kill somebody as Zodiac while you are doing like an interview mm-hmm. or with the cops, you're cleared, vice versa. You want to do that? I don't know, but <laughs> seriously, like in the real case, that has. Did you find any theories about that? No, not 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 really. Um, but the only problem with that is obviously the handwriting. But at the same time, no, you have, how you they just... how the murders are happening. It's usually. That's why they can't link only. That's why they can only link the five to the same Zodiac killer because of how the brutal the murders were and exactly how they were done. Yeah, well, that could that could be evidence for the two people. Like they do it different styles, because you're not gonna like go murder together. That's the whole point of having two people. Yeah, but for the five that you would that they can link to him specifically, I I don't know. I don't know. It, I it, just, it's possible. I just think that like it's so elaborate, and then also you can have like. Because don't they say like, the handwriting kind of changes and the voice changes too? You just, it's so easy to trick people when you have like, when you almost make yourself look like you're faking it. Mm-hmm. Because people admitted to doing it, but like the cops know that this guy is BSing. So it's easy enough to yeah. clear yourself. So um, now Robert meets with the first victim's sister. Robert is obviously going a little bit nuts here because uh, he's like forcing her to tell yeah. him. Uh, he goes to look. At the one file, investigator the investigator disagrees with his theory. Um, then he gets another call from the Zodiac, and then this is where the film kind of ends. He gets he gets the name. He goes to the house. He looks into it more. He ends up he just right. He ends up going to the uh, cafe with the detective. He just writes his book after that. And then at the last scene, it's the I think it's the murder from the first murder. Yeah, from nineteen forty. It's July fourth. Ni- ni- yeah, July fourth, nineteen sixty-eight. I think. I think his name's Miguel. Yeah, it's something like that. And then um, he he identifies um, what's his name? Paul. No, no, no Lee. Paul or Lee. Yeah, Lee. Lee uh, is Lee the. Allen. Yeah, yeah. He says Lee Allen's him, but then he's like another guy, kind of as Eller, like a right. He the guy mm-hmm. had like a round face, but I mean, Lee Allen really has. He does mm-hmm. have a round face. Yeah. All right. So now. And wait. By the way, is. That the actual I'm pretty sure that's the actual guy. What do you mean? Like, that wouldn't make sense. I don't know. I thought that may have been the actual like kid. Oh, just no, with some I, makeup. I don't, think so. I don't know. Um. No, wait, no, it's not. No, it's not. Yeah. I've seen pictures of that guy growing up. Um. Okay. So now we're gonna do a little bit of something different for specifically this podcast, since we're doing Zodiac. Me, me and Jack, we've always thought this would be something cool show to do. But we, we obviously are busy with this podcast right now. So I'm like, you know what? This is a good show to integrate something like this. We're going to do somewhat of a BuzzFeed Unsolved type of thing. I have I don't have the full story because obviously that was the movie. 
but I have a list of suspects, the reasons why people think it's them, and we're going to go over each of the each seven of these suspects and give our thoughts on who we think it most likely is after this. Hmm. And yeah, we're doing this because like you can't really have like a fan theory on yeah, yeah. real life. Yeah, that's that's another reason because I usually look up a bunch of fan theories for the movies, and this one you literally can't have fan theories for. Alrighty. Okay. So the first suspect is Lawrence Kane. Suspect because he worked with Donna Lass, who disappeared in 1970. Possible Zodiac victim. No one knows for sure. It's one of the ones that aren't linked. Um, he served in the Navy. Uh, possibly learned coding while he was in the Navy, which also would explain why he has the boots. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in 1962, a car accident left him with brain injury, with a brain injury, uh, compromised his control urges, could have possibly. And then um, he was arrested for peeping in 1961. Uh, Kane's name was apparently embedded in one of the Zodiac's ciphers. Um, Darlene's sister had identified Kane as a man who bothered her sister. A police officer who probably saw the Zodiac moments after he killed said Kane was the most most in likeness he had seen. And then uh, Kathleen Johns recognized Kate as her abductor. So What's that's his name again? Um, Lawrence Kane. Lawrence. Well, the picture looks similar for sure, because mm-hmm. uh, obviously the sketch isn't going to be perfect, but a lot of similarities there. Um, well, yeah, that's a lot of evidence. I'll wait till we get to some of the other ones. Um, I don't know. Uh, darn it. That's lovely. Uh, oopsies. Hey, guys. <laughs> okay. So, you want to go to suspect two now? I'm just trying to think. Well, because that just sounds like a guy that's a bit crazy. It doesn't sound like, especially with the brain injury, I see how that's evidence towards it, but it's also evidence that this guy isn't capable of that. Yeah. Um, so, now, suspect number two, Ross Sullivan, matched the description of the killer. He had bipolar and sch- that bipolar disorder and schizophrenia. He wore an army jacket and military-style boots, and that's pretty much all that is on him. Well, that looks also... Wait, no, why is that? I think that's Ross Sullivan. The other dude, uh, I think, knew Ross Sullivan, this suspect. Oh. One. Um, no, not enough. You don't think so? Okay. Um, yeah, there's, there isn't much on him. Yeah, because you could just go to L.A. and, like, half the people probably have some sort of military boots. It's mm-hmm. half the men, anyway. Mm-hmm. Suspect three, Arthur Lee Allen. Um, was questioned in 1969 and 1971 after telling a friend about wanting to kill. He owned a Zodiac watch and the same caliber gun that was used in one of the killings. Um, he's ambidextrous, uh, was was discharged from the Navy on not-so-good terms, fired as a teacher when he, had, when he was touching kids, uh, and he had bloody knives in his car. Investigated again in 1991, after apparently boasting about killing a cab driver. Um, and then Mike Mager, I don't know how to pronounce the name, identified him as the killer. I think that's the one from yeah. July 4th. That's the one I thought was like Miguel. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. Yeah. Identified him as the killer, obviously. Yeah. Um, what do you think about that one? I think he's the, I think he's the one. You think he's the one? Okay. Because 
that just makes okay so uh he sounds like he had a dishonorable discharge from the military that's not a good sign um but that also means he had the possibility to get the boots that they said he could only get if you were in the military also obviously he's been proven to have uh you know these problems with the kids and everything and i don't know if the movie's lying or not about like with him being going to jail and like that how that like time worked out but the movie is correct about that part then i think it's like confirmed uh also it's easy and this guy seems uh that's easy part i i don't know why i said that first this guy seems like someone that's a bit more methodical and would easily be like i'll put somebody else's fingerprints look up a picture of him so we can see what he actually looks like really quickly wait what's the first name uh his name is arthur lee allen but lee is spelled yeah, I know. L- yeah. yeah. So he does. He does mark uh, similes on. Yeah, because they think he put on the disguise. Mm-hmm. And also his build, from what people describe his build to be. Mm-hmm. And this is him when he's young, which mm-hmm. is very similar to the drawn, the haircut with the book, the buzz, with like the coming back, the receding, mm-hmm. with the glasses, uh, the lips. That's a smiling picture, so you can't really tell. But like thin lips. He looks a lot like the picture, which, like I said, for the first suspect, isn't always going to be perfect. And there is so much evidence on this guy, and it could be. I'm a bit biased because that's who the movie pretty much tells you it is. Mm-hmm. But, like, is there any more that you think has more evidence? I think so far, one and this one are the best. Okay. There's there's some that are cool, but I don't necessarily believe. Yeah. Um. So, suspect four, Richard Marshall. Talked about finding something... Um better than sex while he's being interviewed liked a film called red phantom which was also mentioned in the 1974 zodiac letter and he and then he obviously owned a basement um and then so that one you, there's not much on him but there's a little tie-ins to yeah but i uh, see that that's the thing it's like i bet a lot of these have like little things but uh you know i like a lot of movies so if like somebody murdered and said they liked uh, you know Shawshank Redemption I'm like they're like what's your favorite movie I'm like oh yeah Shawshank Redemption they're like he's the guy I'm like no, what where'd that come from mm-hmm. and so like he has like two connections that are so arbitrary that they cannot be true Paul Allen has things that like only a certain percent of the population in that area will have like being dishonorably discharged from the military and having that access the build the look uh, and then you know everything else the timeline okay um so Suspect five, Richard Gowalski, I think that's how you pronounce it, apparently would tell a colleague to go engage in violent acts and had a, and someone said he had a similar voice to the person. Name? He, Richard, and then I think it's G-A... I got it, I got it. Yeah. I mean, that looks like the picture, but... Yeah. I don't know. The he evidence isn't substantial enough. He apparently had a similar voice as well. The evidence isn't enough. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people who have similar voices. Um, so then, suspect six. Uh, Ervon Best Jr. Um, served time in prison for rape. Similar handwriting resembled sketches. Lived in California uh, at the time. Lived in... Liked ciphers. Knew a Satanist and a Mason member... A Mason family member. I don't believe this one because this was all not like 
some of the stuff was debunked in this. Yeah. And it was from his son who wrote a book about believing his father was the Zodiac Killer. So For clout, pretty much, probably. probably. But here's the thing I want to also add. It's actually a better chance that whoever the Zodiac is, handwrite wouldn't, handwriting wouldn't match because he knows, whoever it is, that that what handwriting he used, so he just switches it. If you know, if you're the Zodiac and you have to do a handwriting sample, like you said, why would you do the one that you know you have? Mm-hmm. Ben, like, because nobody can tell you that. Like, nobody can be like, that's not real handwriting. You have to. What? What do you mean? This well, is. Um. So what I'm gonna assume is that he actually. I just remember this as well. In the in this the Zodiac in in the case the Zodiac when he probably wrote the letters probably wrote it in a completely different handwriting because in the in the the investigators would get documents from the people that they signed to work for something to match it up yeah. to. So it's like they can't they can't falsify it there. So obviously he probably did something different with his handwriting when he's writing the letters. Exactly. So it, and so it's much easier for the zodiac to fake it than mm-hmm. for somebody to not try to fake it. Suspect 7. Uh Donald Lee Brick. He was a violent was violent killed a sheriff deputy apparently told cellmates he killed people to make them his slave in the afterlife. Well, that's similar. Um, and then Zodiac symbol was inspired by a hell then people have a theory that the Zodiac symbol was inspired by a helicopter landing um, where he was stationed I think well I always thought that the Zodiac symbol was like supposed to be a gun gunshot you know like mm-hmm. you have this circle and then the... okay so now what we're gonna do first is we're gonna narrow it to your top three I obviously know your top one so you're gonna think of three of the suspects and you're gonna think of you're gonna build a case of why you think it's them. All right, suspect one. That's that's my that's my number two. Um, most evidence, other than my number one. Okay, that's your reasoning. Yeah, my number three, Richard uh, Marshall. Okay. Because he was in the movie. Okay, and then so the number one most evidence. All right, I'm gonna build a case for who I think. Like we did it. All right, so I'm gonna start from who, like, out of the, my top three, who I least think did it. So, number three is Richard Marshall, and I think uh, it's a good chance because of the. Um, so, if I was in court explaining to the jury why I think it's him, it's what are the odds that this man has made many films over the years and has had that zodiac symbol in all of them, and it's it was rumored that the zodiac filmed some of his murders and he gave a film to a friend and he told this friend don't ever watch it and then after the murders stopped he took that film back he didn't want any evidence because he was never caught and <laughs> order Shut up. um and then he he liked a specific movie that was mentioned in this he, he specifically mentioned that he likes this movie he said he found something better than sex and what is better than sex murder for, for okay, the, I'm the defendant Let's start with the movie. Who here's favorite movie is whatever the movie is? See, it is multiple. Do you think that guy's a Zodiaxer? Do you think no, that no, guy's no, a Zodiaxer? Really quickly, really quickly, look up the movie. What movie? The Red Phantom. Just look it up. I'm curious about this now. Go to all and go to movie, like specifically. Zodiac yeah, see, that's my point. My point is, this isn't a popular. This probably wasn't a popular movie. Well, no, now it's tainted. 
Here, let's look it up. Let's look, here, I'll look it up on my phone even if you want me to. What do you, wait, what's there, what's there more to? How popular was the movie The Red there's, Phantom? There's no way to judge it because it's it literally been tainted by this case. Had it been any other movie, it's, it would be the same boat. See, nothing comes up for it. See, this show. No, nothing comes up for your question that you asked. Because it's a dumb question. It's popular now because everybody knows it from the Zodiac. But we can't tell if it was popular before. Spectre. I think this might be it. If they're playing it in a the theater, it probably was. Popular enough. Guess we have to do Red Phantom next week. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. I'm kidding. I'm probably we probably can. No way, this was popular then. What? Language is in French. Country of origin, France. And release date August seventeenth, nineteen oh seven. Okay. It, a no way is popular at this point. No way is a cult classic at this point because movies aren't like that. Especially if it's from France and we're talking about the United States. Only a no. film buff would know that. No. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna show you a movie. And I'm gonna. Okay, this is a movie that is insanely popular. It's called A Trip to the Moon, and it's a 15 second movie, or not 15 second, 15 minute movie. Here's what it looks like. But I have a question. In, in a different did language. You, did you know? Did you know about? Did you know about the Red Phantom before this? I heard of it, but I'm also pretty sure that maybe a comic book character. Yeah. See. 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 But that doesn't. Okay, that okay, doesn't. Okay. Ma- I only knew about this because I got into movies. Also, I'm saying this is part of the case of that you could possibly build off of him. I There's know. not much enough. And I'm defending. Him, but I'm saying this is the... Other, okay, now we're going to I'm defending go, him Now right we're going to go to my second person, All okay? Right, fine. My second person is going to be... Um, shoot, wait. Yeah, okay. We're going to do... I think the second most possible one is Arthur Lee Allen. What? I'll explain. I'll explain right. Okay, so I'm not gonna defend it because I think it's him. Yeah, I know. So just, just don't talk. I'll, I'll explain this one. Arthur Lee Allen, obviously, is don't him. talk. Yeah, shut <laughs> up, John. <laughs> shut up. Don't talk. My <laughs> turn. Was obviously a very troubled man. He he did things, but this is the problem that I have with this is he touched children, but he but the Zodiac didn't seem to when he was on the phone didn't seem to want to do anything wrong to bad to children. The only reason he threatened the children. Was because he because he wanted to make fun of the cops. Yeah, but then again, uh, the Zodiac, with this knowing he has this record, wouldn't probably go for that. Plus, that's probably the reason he started to kill because he got caught for doing the thing that thing, and he's like, "How do I get this?" Because it's probably feeling like thrill, you know. He's not supposed to be doing it. It's just like when we do stuff like simple stuff though, where we're not supposed to, but we do it anyway because it's like fun. It's like that, but, you know, he's an adult, so, like, the only thing that... The only two things you can do when you're adult, or three, is steal, touch children, or kill somebody. And he already ran out of option number two. Another thing is, though, for me, this doesn't... There's there's a lot of evidence connecting him to a possible murder and with, with the gun, right? But at the same time, I don't feel like... I feel like there's 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 not enough people who recognized him... Because this his picture was obviously shown to the person who got abducted, who was shown to uh, Kane's sister. They didn't recognize him. 
Yeah, but do they recognize other people? Anyone? My number one. Oh. Lawrence Kane. Well, but... Okay, so why do you believe person B over person A? Person A saw thought it was Alan. Your person... This is kind of like the lighthouse. Like, you know, who do you believe? You, for some reason, believe this person I believe, over... I believe it because Kathleen Johns was the person who got abducted with a baby. Tense moment. You're going to remember the face of your abductor for the rest of your life. And it's not like you're, you're traumatized where you were got shot. But how do you and... know that? Because that okay, could... Okay, but also let me say no, this. No, let me no, say no. this. He has no. a better chance of looking him in the eye. She has a better chance of looking in the eyes because they're having a conversation beforehand compared to the first murder where the guy just gets shot. Yeah, but here's the thing. First off, why would this guy like make up a face? First, second off, uh, wasn't there other people that noted Paul Allen? There was, there was one. I think, I think in the movie the sister noted Paul Allen, but the, she didn't think it was the killer. But she noted Paul Allen. She didn't note the other guy. But and and the other no, and, she noted him. She I, I'll so t- she I'll, noted both of them. I'll tell you. Um. Okay. Wait. So why does it matter? Let me let me tell you this. No, but this person has two then. And one So does he Yeah, but my point is that I don't think that I think she I think the girl has a better chance of recognizing right, him right, right, than right. the man because he was just shot. Okay, but here's also here's another thing. You have never been abducted. You don't know what it necessarily will do. You to don't you. either. Yeah, but I, but you're saying that for a fact, when you get abducted, you will reckon you will know that I'm face saying, for the rest of your life. But you don't know that if this person with her baby was in so much fear she chose not to. I'm saying most likely. Well, the fact that she recognized him for first, first of all, just, and also and, just because people choose to choose to hide things in their mind, we know this as a and fact. Also there's, there, but there's another, there's another thing suspected because he worked with Donna Lost, who disappeared in 1970. Possible Zodiac victim. This Wait, was never this... linked, but this is a possible Zodiac killing. But it, he worked with the person. Yeah, that doesn't matter. Where did he work at? Like a two school room, two teacher school room hotel. Yeah, to- hotels like are huge. Like a motel. Cleaning staff, you got the managers. No, he, okay, my point is, my point owners. is. Owners. My point is also this, this, this. He served in the Navy, possibly learned coding. So did he! And anyone can learn coding. You said it yourself. You just go to a library and pick up a book. Okay, well then. Okay. And didn't you say, isn't this the one with brain damage? Yes. Yeah. Okay, also, okay, so yeah, if you're saying if he, he served in the military, okay, he's no, obviously no, messed no, up no, no, and no. brain damage is going to Let me say him. this, let me say this. If he has brain damage and he has this thing where he compulsively can't control what he acts, how, if he gets on the phone, you're telling me, and with other people, you're telling me not once did he admit that he did it because supposedly he can't control this impulse he has but he can control exactly what he says all the time and also has can't control what he does but can make methodical plans that makes him one of the most notorious killers of our time but can't control what he does. I think I think it has a good chance of being him. I, I could see both arguments, but I think a good chance for him because I have the most on him. There's the most evidence on him. No, there's not. The, the, on the, on, on the, the, the stuff that I looked at, there was a lot on him because he was one of the but, more earlier uh, stuff. But Lee Allen... Lee Allen, you believe, is because the reason you believe Allen, you believe Lee Allen is because the movie persuades you to believe Lee Allen because this is based off of Robert's book, which he believed, which his fan favorite, uh, his fan favorite suspect was Lee Allen. So obviously, you're gonna think it's Lee Allen. But he has so many reasons to. Plus, the timeline is just so bizarre that every single time he's already a weird man. He touches kids. 
The timeline is what I'm talking about right now. The time. The okay. Oh, wait, let me go back to this. I think there's one more thing I need to say. Because you have no, there's no like timeline for. Okay, wait. When did wait, he? Wait, wait. Also, this a police officer who probably saw the Zodiac moments after he killed said Kane was the most in likeness that he'd ever seen. Yeah, and he was obviously shown pictures it, of the Allen. Other there's people said the Allen. And also, um, when did he have the brain damage? Sixty like one. Nineteen sixty-two. Two, and the first murder happened in sixty-nine. 68. Yeah, six but there's, years but there's to the kick one in. that was linked a year before that. Five years? He obvi- That's the point. He had Think trouble- back five no, years, the point, the point is that he had trouble controlling this, and it, after a while, it was bent up. That's why- Brain damage is something that happens- Headaches. In- headaches. Brain damage. The headaches that they mentioned Brain on the damage the is- The headaches they mentioned on Brain the phone. damage is something- Case okay. closed. Case no. closed. Brain- <laughs> Dude, case you're so dumb. When you get brain damage, it doesn't slowly over five years seep into your head. I'm saying he had a hard time controlling his actions, but it took five years. That's when he finally snapped is what my point is. He finally snapped. He couldn't deal with the pain. Like message, like what was said on the phone calls. No, doesn't make sense. I think that one makes the most sense. All right. So if you guys wait, wait, hang on. But if he has brain damage, uh, I forgot what I was going to say. Well, okay, no. Okay, so if he has brain damage, so you're saying that him not taking somebody's life is what gives him a headache? That doesn't, that's never happened ever. That has he's, never. He's, he has brain damage. Of course, there's something wrong with him at this point. Yeah, but I don't think that him not doing something would, would give him a, like, a migraine. That just scientifically just does not make sense. That's never happened. My, my point is, that's, that's never not, I don't occurred. Think, I think that was an exaggeration. I think. The po- my, my, my theory about this is that he 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 was just like in so much pain all the time. He he had this brain injury. He couldn't control himself, and that was the one time when he was killing people. He felt in control of them. He had power over them. That's why. No, doesn't make that's, sense. That's what I personally think. You can believe that. I think that the timeline and the amount of circumstantial evidence against Lee Allen is too irrefutable to look past, and that is my thought. Okay. And that got heated, but I hope that that was at least fun to watch. I mean, it was enjoyable. That was enjoyable, sure. yeah. Um, so that was... Oh, wait, we need to give our rating and everything. Oops, oh, I almost yeah, forgot. Yeah. Um, oh, so, okay, before, okay, we have five minutes. Okay, so um, I'm going to say this quick. I have a couple big problems with this movie. One, character focus. I think it jumps around the main characters too a lot, too much. The first, third simplified it is a bit i mean i was thinking it's a bit more detailed but first third robert downey jr um is the main main protagonist and they focus on him in the second third uh that's uh, mark ruffalo and it's him main character for like 100 main 100 main character third uh third third is jake well, gyllenhaal so i have that that's a huge problem can i can i tell you something that's not the movie's fault that's the true story's fault because these each each of these characters I, drove the Zodiac story at different times. I, I get that, but that that doesn't. I don't care. <laughs> it they still have to make a, a good movie because they if you're gonna make a well if you want to do it like that then it should have been a documentary, in my opinion. So I think, but that's not to say that I can't connect with the characters when it's their time. The only character I don't ever feel is truly connected with is Robert Downey Jr. Just I don't think they try to build his character up enough, but. Um, yeah, like, I, I feel, you know, bad, like, it really hurts when Mark Ruffalo's partner leaves, and it, like, when Hall's life is falling apart, it hurts, 
but it does have that problem. Second thing, I hate when my movie when my movie wraps up by telling me what happened in text. I get so angry. If really I want to know what happens in text, I'll read a book. I'll read the book instead because it just is so unsatisfying. The movie abruptly cuts and it tells you the stuff that it should have shown you. Well, no, the thing is... That's that's it, personal. I really do not like when a movie ends It tells... Text. That only really happens with true stories. Yeah. Yeah, all true stories... Do, all true, true movies that are based on true stories do that. I don't it's care. Not because, it's because they didn't have time to fit it in that long thing. And it, it, most of the time that it's true stories, it tells you what happened after. Yeah, I don't care. Okay. That... See that's I think that's that's the thing I have a problem with is like I understand why they have to do it to an ex- extent they still can film that but I kind of understand why they have to do it but I'm watching like a movie I'm not watching a documentary for a reason all right enjoyment score enjoyment I think I'm still gonna give an A plus though mine's an A plus yeah but in terms of filmmaking a ninety two I'm gonna say this Jack made me go down a rabbit hole again. I'm literally sitting here thinking about going and trying to solve this case or multiple cases when I get home. That's literally what I'm sitting here thinking about doing. We could, we could do this again, like a documentary on like um like the Alcatraz escapes. Mm-hmm. Escapes. Anyway, so, uh, my it was an A plus, and I'm gonna give it a 95. All right, all right. Well, that is the Zodiac. All right, so um. Well, we have to do the outro of the podcast. You can stand. Okay, John. John is stretching, so I'll do it really quickly. Hope you enjoyed. Um, that was a really long one. So hopefully this kept you entertained for like a couple of days or something. It was a really good one though, for sure. Yeah. Uh, um, that debate got heated. I'm low key sweating, but we're probably gonna go outside, so it's gonna be okay. Um, uh, so yeah, if you wanna if you wanna check out the YouTube, we have exclusive videos there. Wearboard podcast. We have Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Wearboard Podcast. And yeah, hope you guys enjoyed. I'll see you guys next week.